And there it is. We're on. Hello, We're everyone. In. Hello. I'm back. It's a Vetted Games podcast. My name is Chris. I'm Corey. We, we don't know how to do this, apparently. Yeah, we don't know how to fucking do this shit anymore. <laughs> one one bad week, and that's that's all it takes. I'm gone. I'm, I'm gone one week because I have to move, <laughs> and shit hits the fan. Uh, fuck it. Whatever. Uh, Vetted Games is a, is a video game podcast about video games, movies, media, all the other fucking bullshit that we're into. And There's a lot of media this week to talk about. There's a lot of about. stupid shit this week. A lot of blue shit to talk about. <laughs> oh, I, I want to. Now that you brought it up, I want to. I want to share this. Yeah, <laughs> you're showing to all it. The, the motherfuckers that didn't see this. Uh... Oh, you didn't put my new logo in. Boom! I didn't. God no, damn it! It's not on the. Oh god! It's even split <laughs> weird because. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, that is fucking fuck good. <laughs> I love that. I love just leave that up and then we talk over it. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, oh, oh! I'm going to give a quick little, like, I'm looking at the stream right now. There's a green screen behind me, and I'm dumb and don't know how to put stuff up on it yet. So it's green right now, and it's going to stay green. I, I mean, so it's, about it's it. not, that's not, that's not all of it. Like, I don't have a green screen, and we tried fucking around with it, and. It was real bad. I, <laughs> I look like, remember, the, like, back in the day when you had cable, and you had to go to, in order to find the nudie channels 71 and 72 yeah <laughs> that's the spice channel baby <laughs> when it's all wiggly you're like i think mm-hmm. I, I think that's a nipple yeah, i don't exactly. know why she has four but <laughs> it, w- it would like double post and shit too it was great <laughs> my dude i should all right so i had had that shit hit i know my dad knew of that mm-hmm. he had to but it was unwritten it was the unwritten rule between we didn't say anything to each other <laughs> uh but i brought my my cousin came over one day uh-huh. he's three years younger than me and i was like hey I'm going to show you something real quick. This is going to be real cool. And he shows it. He goes, he yells out, <laughs> top of his lungs, mom's not home. But he goes, is that a boob? <laughs> and I remember I was like, what the fuck, man? And my dad just walks in. And he's like, hey, don't don't watch that channel. <laughs> and we turned it, and that was the end that of it. That was the end of it. I never got the birds and the bees. I sadly, and this is how no one should learn how sex works is from your friends in school uh-huh. because they fucking don't know how it works either uh-huh. so you're just like <laughs> oh man my dad never gave me the birds and the bees talk so it's always like you know girls have like three holes you're like what <laughs> <laughs> i had some dumbass friends man not my my talk was um i had recently gotten in a shit ton of trouble I, I don't remember I was I was like in the sixth or seventh grade. I was older. Like uh-huh. you should have had like the birds and the bees talk when you're like younger so that you are have an understanding it's about normal. when you hit ten, I think is when you ten, eleven is about the age you should be like, Hey, girls and boys aren't the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, we had this shit like when I was like thirteen maybe. I was I was definitely in middle school, but it was like towards the tail end. And my parents were just like, oh, this is the perfect time to do it after I had just gotten my ass beat for bringing a knife into school. And I'm in <laughs> Your emotions are already crazy. Yeah, like er- like everything is going nuts. And the let me let me see if I fucked up. Okay, no, I didn't fuck up. Cool. Um <laughs> the my, I'm in the bathroom, and we we had we were in a studio apartment in New York, mm-hmm. 
and we're in the basement and we had the small ass bathroom and I am sitting, I'm trying to like hide myself from my parents because they used to beat the shit out of me. And there's this shower that's all walled off and I'm hiding in the shower and my mom comes in and she sits on the floor and she starts having this talk about the birds and the bees. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? In the bathroom floor? In the bathroom floor. I'm in the shower. My mom is, like, sitting near the sink on the floor. And she starts having this conversation with me. I'm like, what the fuck (laughs) are you you on? Did you have a piss mat in the bathroom? Yeah. Yeah, she's sitting on the piss mat. Everyone has a piss mat. someone's like oh this is pretty like i love it when people come in they're like you're you're especially now having a house they're like your bathroom's so nice and pretty and i'm like yep that's my piss man (laughs) (laughs) and the fucking top layer that goes on the toilet seat that never that always if you're a guy and you try to open that shit up that's closing mid piss and it's just going to fucking get all over especially if it's brand new Uh because it's not like worked in so it's like when they're when they're worked in they're like they'll stay flush this is the back of your toilet Mm -hmm. they'll stay flush but when they're new they're all poofy so they're like oh no in midstream the worst ones are the cushioned ones where it's like it's made for you to sit on the toilet which why would you want to like it's like nah. like it's, a, it's supposed to replicate another chair. Like why would you want to anyway? Anyway, back to well for for situations like you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the bitch decided to sit on the fucking floor on the piss map or whatever, whatever, whatever. That's not the point. She starts having this conversation, and then my dad comes home. Meanwhile, background on my dad. My dad had just gotten a liver transplant after being a heroin and coke addict, and. For years, you're not getting a, you're not getting a response image from me this time. Nah, uh, and just he comes home and now he decides, okay, it's time to be a dad. And then he like takes me out into like the side streets of the city, and we start like walking the blocks, and he starts going into detail about the birds and the bees, and I'm still like flabbergasted. I'm just like, didn't y'all just get done beating my ass? over some unrelated bullshit and now this is the time that you want to have this conversation nah <laughs> surprisingly this isn't the conversation we were going to open with. no <laughs> no but we're here now and we might as well yeah. uh dude it's i love it like <laughs> so in high school it was my senior year and i think i went to school the first day mm-hmm. and then i didn't go for like another week and a half mm-hmm. we just skipped i was like fuck this I'm a senior now, and then like we in our school, we were allowed seven days to miss each semester, like seven okay. unexcused okay. before you were about you were like about to get dropped from your classes. That's interesting. Okay, I hit seven in the first two weeks of school. Wow. So my the rest of my fucking semester, I had to I went to school sick. I did. I was not. I was like, I'm not staying here another year. You fuckers aren't keeping me another year. Mm-hmm. And uh, but. After day four, they send out a letter to the parents being like, hey, your son or your daughter has missed four days. Just letting you know. I forgot to get that letter. So I got caught, which got my buddy caught, too. And my parents were just like, we're going to have to take your car away from you. I was like, fuck you. I bought my car. Like, I'll report it as stolen. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, I have the breakdown. I'm like, you guys just don't know how hard it is. And I was like, oh, God. I look back on it now. I was like, dude. You don't even fucking know. See, I didn't I didn't give a fuck about shit like that. So where <laughs> I went to school, I went to Upper Room Christian School. It was a church, part of Upper I Room. about the Christian yeah, part. <laughs> yeah, surprise, surprise. And it's part of this church, but 
the entire school was down in a basement. So that's creepy. We didn't get, as you know, we don't have basements where I come yeah. from. Yeah. <laughs> but like we're all in a basement. So we used to say it's like the school for vampires and shit like that because we never see the goddamn light. Like the, oh, the only God. time that we would see outside daytime windows and shit like that is if we were going to like our math class was that the, the highest room in the tallest tower literally <laughs> and that'd be it but i i would i would cut class because my my mentality was as long as i pass the tests y'all can't really say shit because my mom is a teacher and she's a minister so what are you going to <laughs> fucking say to me oh right. i'm gonna go tell your mom i haven't listened to that bitch in years Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry i had something in my throat anyway let's let's go on what the plan was okay in this super sonic the hedgehog movie trailer abomination because a lot has happened regarding this topic within the last week never in my life if you were to ask me hey in 2019 jim carrey is gonna have to carry a movie on his back and it's gonna have an animated hedgehog in it (laughs) i'd have been like no no, because like I'm. Go ahead. My my thing is is that never in my life did I ever think that Jim Carrey was going to be Doctor Eggman in a Sonic the Hedgehog live action, and he be the best part potentially. He like okay, so at first I was like, oh, this looks bad. When they said Jim Carrey was going to be, I was like, this is going to be real bad because mm-hmm. my I like Jim Carrey. I like Jim Carrey in a lot of roles. Mm-hmm. My wife is not a Jim Carrey fan at all, but I'm watching this and I'm like, okay. He doesn't look like Robotnik at all. So this, first of all, pisses me off. And I'm watching. I'm like, this is actually kind of funny. Like the riffs he's having. He's a, he's an asshole because Eggman is a neo-centric asshole and yeah. all that stuff. And then at the very end when they show you something happens to where he – and now he looks just like Eggman. I was like, oh, shit. This is an origin story. Maybe not so much on Sonic, but it's an origin story of Robotnik and Eggman showing why he's fucking crazed about Sonic. Which, which is, it's fun. It's interesting. And the, the reason why I look at it that way is because the, the, the origin story per the, the games, and I guess you could say the comics, is that, you know, Sonic and Eggman were, were friendly, were friends at one point. They were, like, mm-hmm. experimenting with each other. So the, it's, it's fun to see a new twist you, that's, and a rift Don't on say it. that. Don't say that. Why? <laughs> you, you said experimenting with each other, and I don't oh, think it came no. out how you wanted it to come that's, out. That's not it. You've been reading too much Sonic fan fiction, sir. <laughs> Look, man, I was I was 12, and uh, I didn't know what the internet was or the world, and that's just where... Did you create Blonic? <laughs> n- no. No, I did not create Blonic. That is that is a false. Right. But, well, let's hit the el- blue elephant in the room. Sure. He fucking is terrifying. No, he is disgusting. <laughs> he looks like if you took the face of a man... Covered it in like cat fur and placed it on a on a small monkey. That's what he yes. looks like. He is disgusting. He looks like he I know came he has straight teeth. from the bowels of fucking hell. I know he has teeth. He has but man teeth. They are terrifying. He has teeth. man teeth. It's it's disgusting. <sighs> it's real scary. And Rob Lowe's it. It's not Rob Lowe. I get Rob Lowe and this other guy mixed up. This guy is from. What's the other? The guy is from. He's from like '90s movies and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know what the actor's name is. You know who I'm talking about? The sheriff that okay. like, finds. Yeah, Sonic. yeah. The one that played in the movie Hop, who who was like the main counterpart in the movie Hop. 
This is essentially just hop, but video game hop. <laughs> That's what this movie is. Look, I'm telling if they do so for anyone that doesn't know, the Twitter uproar and the internet uproar has actually made it to where the cre- I can't remember what the director of the movie is. I think it's is. like Jeff Fowler. I think he's yeah, the director. Yeah, something like that. And uh, he's like, hey, we're changing it. We're gonna, we've heard it. We're going to change the design. And we're like, cool, we're going to change the design. I can tell you right now, they're not going to push this movie back. This is what worries me. Um, yes. If they're not I know what pushing the movie back. That is a result of one of two things. Either A... They are going to have their CGI animators work overtime, and CGI isn't like okay. I just take this character model and I and I rework them. No, they're they're gonna have to rework entire fucking scenes, yep. and it's it's going to take fucking forever, a lot of money. Yep. It's it's going to be a very costly project, which I would be very surprised if Paramount would be willing to go ahead and do that just to save face. And that would be like the okay kind of thing. It would be better if you were to push the movie back. The, the worst. Thing is, this isn't. The, this isn't. There. Everyone's like, oh, you've seen the design. You know, we're, we're, we saw the design and we're talking shit on it when we saw the first poster. Yeah, we've been talking. <laughs> sh- I remember like when they were like the whole respect the legs bullshit, saying no. That is a man. First off, I'm pissed. Those were not the legs I was promised. Okay, I was I was promised a man who squats. That Sonic clearly does not do that. Sonic ain't thick. Sonic ain't so. thick. But regardless, the the point, the other point that I was making is that the there's a possibility that Sonic is only shown in the movie for 20 minutes because if you, what you're saying is that. You're going to be able to have the time to make all of these changes and get the movie out by November. That means that the Sonic has limited screen time, which I can would tell you, be the first really 20 fucking minutes, annoying. The first 20 minutes is going to be seeing the blur. Mm-hmm. It's going to be seeing the little hairs that Robotnik picks up and that the not Rob Lowe character picks up. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see that. And then finally, the reveal is going to be when he busts in and sees the shit. It goes into the shit and there's Sonic. Yeah, and that's, that's going to be gonna like be- a half hour... 45 minutes into the movie because oh, yeah. you have to have the build up with the military, uh, which yep. of course, and you have to establish Eggman. the universe. Yeah. So I, it's, I don't think that this is the movie that fans want. I mean, that's pretty fucking obvious. This is not the movie that fans want and people are going to go the, see and it. The fans are us. It's yeah. not little kids, which it's is another us. thing. Cause it's like, who is your target audience? Because if yeah. you're targeting the kids, it would make more sense to have it like fucking what you see in Sonic Colors or even yeah. maybe Sonic Boom, even though that those words came out. For, I take that back. That cartoon is fucking hilarious. Um, they make Knuckles a real big dumb idiot and it's kind of funny. No, Knuckles <laughs> is now a meme. It's no longer just they make him a big dumb idiot have you not seen the sonic mania adventures or the fucking sonic team racing dude the sonic team racing (laughs) whenever he like he jumps out and just does that is so good like you can i want sonic cartoons with that like yeah that and sonic mania those would be amazing cartoons yeah just have tyson heat i fucked up his name have tyson he's just focus solely on yeah, making and I love and Sonic like Mania because there's no dialogue. Yeah, it's great. I love that. Sh- 
so those and I've I've showed you before and if anyone that's listening to this podcast, you need to go check out Disney's YouTube channel, which sounds weird. Mm-hmm. But go check them out and they have newer Mickey cartoons. Yes. And these these Mickey cartoons are a mixture of, you know, Mickey characters mm-hmm. and kind of Mickey animation, mm-hmm. but they're mixed with like Rocco and Ren and Stimpy aesthetics. Yeah. The, it's super super funny. The the best absolute best scene I've ever seen in anything similar or like that is you have them in this like Castlevania Bloodborne type setting mm-hmm. and yep. they're you know I think Mickey has like a crossbow and then yep. Goofy has like a a fucking uh hay stick spike thing a pick, pitch pitchfork pitch fork. there you go <laughs> fucking whatever a hay pitch thing <laughs> <laughs> and they're trying to be like super quiet and covert and shit like that and then donald just comes out of nowhere screaming at the top of his lungs takes the axe and just like knocks down everything yeah. i'm like Dude, donald that is, is really fucking funny that those is cartoons are really good i actually looked it up and the i guess the the head of cartoon design or animation design mm-hmm. actually worked on like Rick and Morty. He worked on he worked on a lot of like the better cartoons that we're seeing nowadays. Gravity Falls. That's cool. I think he worked on that. Yeah, he's worked on a bunch of stuff. That's what's up. Uh, Connor's Connor says there's no there's zero excuse. It has the exact same budget as Into the Spider. Yeah, it's insane. This th- yeah. So I saw a meme and I halfway agree with it. And it's like, what do we need to do? to compete with Detective Pikachu because right now we need to start focusing on marketing and mm-hmm. Detective Pikachu looks so fucking good. And then some it looks dude real good. and some dude in the background is just like, what if we riff and fuck this movie's trailer up so bad that everyone reacts and then we promise that we're going to go ahead and fix this and now everyone has to go see the movie to support it. What if... Okay, so that's not what's going to happen. They, they don't have another fucking movie made. But what if this would be fucking genius if they had a publicity guy there that did this? He's like, look, we, we've we shown what Sonic looks like. Mm-hmm. We've so- shown the silhouette. People ain't happy. Let's capitalize on this. Mm-hmm. Let's make two trailers. Let's make a trailer with this. It's going to be garbage. They're going to hate it, all that. And then we're going to be like, hey, we're going to change it. And everyone's going to freak out. They think there's going to be time constraints. They think they're all that. Nah, we already fucking made that shit, man. We had two movies. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you that's not what happened. But if if there was a PR guy that did that and convinced Paramount to do that, he is a fucking god. (laughs) (laughs) I am telling you right now, that would be amazing. Like that would be amazing. That's it's why this happen. movie has been in production since 2015. Like the the murmurings about <sighs> it since 2015. Nah, they they went full balls to the wall with this. The two movies. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't want live action. Like the Detective Pikachu looks good because the Pokemon look good. Uh, but I don't really. They look better than Sonic. Yes. <laughs> yes. They look. The I mean, stores in that trailer look great. I think it's a little bit more than that because I think that. It's a combination of uh, Detective Pikachu, A, looking great, and B, Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds. I think that the way— Ryan Reynolds, it's Deadpool Pikachu. Yeah, and the, the way that he acts is just so fantastic, and it's been getting really fucking good reviews. I can't wait to see yeah. that movie. You know, so it's funny because you know how— Because Ryan Reynolds comes from that same era that Chris Evans did. Mm-hmm. He made a superhero movie that tanked. Yeah. And it was bad. Yeah. And then he came back and got lucky. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what's his name? The guy that originally played Punisher in the first movies. He was in The Mist. Did you ever see the movie The Mist? Yes. 
that actor, I can't mm, remember what I his name is. I don't remember his name he, either. He was like, he got it too. He was like, I was in a shitty Punisher movie. I want to come back. I love the Punisher. I want to be the Punisher. Oh, fuck that. We got John Bernthal. <laughs> <laughs> he's one that did not mm. get uh, get the same treatment. But yeah, Ryan Reynolds, he's, I love him. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's I, I didn't want to go see Detective Pikachu. I'm like, this movie looks like fucking garbage. And now I'm looking at it. I'm like. I've been watching all the trailers as they come, and I'm just like... Mr. Mime is hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they're really trying to capitalize on this whole Mr. Mime uh, He's fucking terrifying, and they're realizing, Mm -hmm. let's capitalize on this terrifying Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) No, if I can't see it day one, it will be definitely soon thereafter. I have to go see... Because I I saw online, someone's like, when is the right time to start spoiling Endgame? And a lot of people are like... A lot of petitions are like... I think next week is – it's been out, what, three weeks now? Two weeks, three weeks? Um, I, I don't know. I'm seeing it tomorrow. I need to see this sometime next week mm-hmm. because, I mean, I've committed I've committed to every Marvel movie except for, like, I don't think I watched – no. Surprisingly, which is weird, I did not watch the first Captain America. I own it. I watched the second. I watched all that, but I think that was one of the ones that I did not. I have not seen that. I have not seen Captain Marvel. Uh, but I've heard with Endgame, you cannot see Captain Marvel and still be fine. I have not. Well, I've seen Deadpool. Does that count? <laughs> it does not. It does not. <laughs> it does not. It does um, not. I. I don't know what I did Marvel not watch, movies. I did I've not seen. watch Iron Man three either. There's not a there's not a whole lot, if any, Marvel movies that I've seen. I've I've wanted to see. I take that back. I saw the first Adventure Avengers, and I was that okay, was because so the first one. I was forced to watch it because I was on a flight from <laughs> L.A. to Tokyo. That was the reason why. Yeah, that's a long ass. It's a long ass flight. So yeah. that was definitely. I watched that, and I also watched Your Name. Both pretty decent movies. So yeah, I mean, you should go. Uh, you should go watch Thor Ragnarok. I heard that movie is amazing. That and Black so, Panther or Black Panther, Thor Ragnarok, Doctor Strange. Those are the three movies that are like on the top of my list right. in, in Marvel that I want to see. It's super funny because Thor 1 and Thor 2 are super serious. Mm-hmm. They're like, I am Thor. I am the son of Odin and all this other stuff. And then I'm watching 3 and they just fucking go full comedy with it. Okay. <laughs> and it, and also the color aesthetics. You know me. I am an, an 80s color scheme guy like it's like neon purples neon blues mm-hmm. neon pinks all that and i'm watching I far like, cry really uh, dragon blood dragon blood dragon yeah. yeah that's it totally but i'm watching i was like this is super funny and then like when you watch infinity wars the beginning you're like oh i see now why it was so funny because thor's about to go through some serious fucking shit mm-hmm. <laughs> like he loses his entire people he loses his dad he loses spoilers spoilers oh, i haven't off. seen infinity war fuck, off. <laughs> fuck you you've had time son but like he loses everything, so you're like, oh, I understand why Thor. And also Jeff Goldblum's in it, and he's fucking great. <laughs> Jeff so. Goldblum is good in almost anything. And what's her name? Uh, she's in. I can't remember her name, but she's in the Creed movie. She's uh Michael B. Jordan's wife or girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I'm, I'm familiar with also, who you're talking about. She's in the new Men in Black movie, which, dear God, that's gonna be garbage. 
But uh, she's like super cool. I just like her. She seems really chill, mm-hmm. and she's a really good actress too. So I like her too. So yeah, go go watch Thor Ragnarok. It's really good. Yeah, people are like be- keep on bitching at me every single time that I talk about fucking Marvel, and I'm just like, look, man. Like I know people think it would be right up my alley, but I'm just I can't get into superheroes. I just yeah. And from what can't. you said too, it's you don't get that break like with your movies. You have to like de- decompress. And yeah, I'm I'm a bitch when it comes to movies, man. I just your can't. hour and a half movie turns into three hours. Every movie's three hours, pretty for you. much. <laughs> like, and there's there's a few very few situations where that's not true. Like, I can watch Saving Private Ryan and just go through yeah. that. I can watch The Pacific or watch Generation Kill and just eat that shit alive. But when it comes to like other things, like fake drama yeah fuck me i can't deal with that (laughs) have you ever seen pacific rim no i heard it's good i heard the comics are good too so i have not watched i've heard the second one isn't as good Mm -hmm. i think what we should do is is somehow we should watch that with scotty yeah too many games and we should do some kind of like riff track or something like that or even or even i haven't uh, seen it so uh fucking we can jump on rabbit and do like a group watch yeah see we need happens. to go into that and shit too so but anyway want to go hit weeks yeah let's do the weeks i'll go ahead and go first since i've been fucking gone for two weeks mm-hmm. my week actually has not been that exciting i've moved into my new house finally finally <laughs> yes it's super awesome uh actually probably tomorrow i am going to if you're in the discord make sure if you're listening to this if you're not part of the discord join our discord server because i'm going to post a video that is going to be strictly for discord and our i guess i'm going to do it too for my twitter and my instagram as well and uh it's just going to be a walk through the house we're cleaning the house it's looking better now i'm going to do a walk through of everything so everyone can see my new house cool in the bum in bumfucked egypt where apparently or not where apparently there's six different kinds of snakes that'll kill you <laughs> yeah that shit is scary man yeah, man, we got like cotton mouse and all that shit. So I don't fuck with snakes. Like, there's not a whole lot of things I'm afraid of. I don't fuck with spiders. I don't fuck with snakes. Dude, all we do, just keep your grass short. It'll be fine. Okay. And don't Whatever. go near water. <laughs> uh, so yeah, moving's been done. My office, my office went from one, you know, a normal size bedroom to double with eight fucking windows and two ceiling <laughs> fans. Two ceiling fans. Then there's a light in the middle of the ceiling fans. And then, like, I have four fucking doors in this office. There's a door that goes to my backyard and my burn barrel and my shop. And then I have one that goes to my backyard of, like, I guess, like, it's more the garden area. I have one that goes to the carport area. And then I have a door that goes into the actual fucking garage. So that would scare the shit out of me, to be honest. They're all locked at all times. (laughs) Just say this. That's four points of entry, man. That scared Dude, the shit I, out of me. But the thing is, the way I've set my, like, I'm in the corner where I can see all four ports of entry. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm be like, what the fuck? <laughs> but the good thing is where we live, it's a super safe area. Okay. And I, we also, like, I don't have key. Well, when locks. you don't have neighbors in Arkansas, yeah, it's super safe. When you have to walk half a mile to your next neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty nice. Uh, the thing I am starting, I having to get used to is, uh, we don't have key, we have keys to our house. But everything is keypadded. So, like, we have keys in case the keypads die. Okay. But we have keypads mm-hmm. where everything – and the problem is I'm pretty sure the batteries are going out because sometimes sometimes I can get in my office on the first try. Sometimes it takes six tries. So you have keypads on every 
door in your house. Not so the main entry doors. These other three doors don't have keypads. Did you so install like, them the to yourself or was that from the old These were previous from the previous owners. Okay. I'm still trying to get used to them. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about them. But I think they're going out because they don't always trigger on the first or second or third try. Sure. So I'm, I'm probably going to have to switch the batteries out. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think the batteries are just Those, going those usually um, go out every year. We have a keypad for the front door. I was actually mm-hmm. thinking about doing an NFC uh, keypad or mm-hmm. an NFC uh, lock. And I was thinking about putting a chip right in my hand so I can just go like... And it just opens up. Yeah, it's cool Fucking as shit. Iron Man. Yeah, it's cool <laughs> as shit, man. <laughs> I'm not going to lie now that I have. So my last Tuesday was my last day of donating plasma after seven years mm-hmm. uh, because we live too far away. I'm not driving an hour and 20 minutes just to go and make 50 bucks. Yeah. That's, half of that's going to be in gas. Yeah. Also, I'm about ready to sleeve these arms out. Nice. And yeah, I've got. And then you'll never be able to me. donate blood again. Nope. I am actually got seven tattoos lined up that I want to do. Uh, actually one of them is you, if you ever look up the double dragon neon logo, mm, of course, th- of course, it those is. dragons are fucking sweet. Mm-hmm. So I want those dragons. Another one is actually, I'm thinking about doing it on my wrist, like all the way around or on my arm somewhere. It's going to be all of the legend of Dragoon spirit dragon icons. That's cool as shit. Yeah. What's good is all you have to do is get an artist to draw one mm-hmm. with like really good quality and then just change the color scheme. Exactly. Because <laughs> that, that's all it that'd is. That'd be fucking sick. Uh, I've got another one where if you look up the Shovel Knight OST uh, vinyl art, that's actually going to be a half sleeve. I'm doing that all the way around my arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one. Actually, we're going to Florida down in Clearwater on the 20th of this month, and we're probably going to get some tat. My wife wants to get a – she hasn't told me what song lyric it is, but she's probably going to get a song lyric like right here on her bicep. Mm-hmm. I'm probably, and I know you're probably going to give me shit on this. Yep. My, my favorite band is Rush. I'm not going to give you shit prob- on that. That's a great band. Okay. I'm going to get uh, the Starman tattoo. Uh, okay. I'm, I actually think I'm going to get it on my leg to cover up my shitty Daffy Duck tattoo I have on my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> I was 18. Don't fuck with me. Mm-hmm. So I'm also probably, I don't know if you can really see it on stream, but I'm going to get this covered up too. It's just a shitty tattoo that I got when I was 18 years old. It's a cross through a heart with angel wings. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, seems fuck pretty that fucking shit. lame. It's fine. <laughs> it's super fucking lame. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, there's a actually a really good tattoo artist down in Jonesboro. Uh, it's called Black Arrow Tattoo, and I've looked at some of their portfolios, and this one girl is phenomenal. And I'm gonna set up some uh, appointments with her. Also, haven't pulled the trigger on this. I've actually asked my wife about it. Uh, kind of want to get gauges. I've always looked, look, and they're not going to be big. I'm talking like double zero gauges. Basically, I call them cat buttholes because when they heal up, they look like cat buttholes in your ears. Okay. Again, I haven't pulled the trigger on that because I I was talking to a buddy that had them, and he's like, they're kind of annoying because you basically you get your ears pierced, Mm -hmm. and then you got to put spacers in them. Right. And the spacers fucking hurt after a while. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I'm also 31, about to be 31, so maybe I should just like. You're going to be the next incarnation of RGT85, man. Oh, God. I don't want to be Johnny Depp when I get older. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, I, I, I want tattoos, but the problem is, is I work in a super high professional environment, and I like. So you'd have to wear long sleeves and shit. Yeah, it's. I need to have. Like, I want to have sleeves, but I also like, like keeping 
like my actual work sleeves like here. I am very lucky to where I get to work from home and then the people up in corporate, our bosses don't care. Yeah. Like they're like, look, I don't care about what's on your arms. You do good work. And you would think that within the Marine Corps, they wouldn't fucking care either. But they're, they there's do. this push for a more professional Marine Corps bullshit. Mm. So, whatever. Yeah. And I was talking to my wife, too. I was like, there's some big tattoos I want. She's like, well, why don't you get them on your back? I'm like, well, the thing is, I'm never going to fucking see them if they're on my back. It's, <laughs> so, it's the fact that you know it's there. And when you take off your shirt, you can show the sexy yeah, I'm actually since I'm losing weight, I guess I'll start swimming without a shirt on. Exactly. So you know, you'll be fine. <laughs> oh, by the, I guess we could segue into that. I have lost officially 50 pounds on my diet. Nice. So far. I am over. The, I'm over the halfway hump. I gotta lose 40 more. Cool. And I'll be down. I'll be down to. I think it actually might be 45 more, but I'll be down to 220. Cool. So. I uh, I am that. just starting to get back into the full fledged working out thing. I had gotten mm-hmm. sick and then I just kept staying at 280. But it was weird yeah. because while I've gained most of my weight back, I have still maintained a slenderer. You gained the muscle back. Yeah, and that's I think that's where it just comes down to because I'm still pushing like 250 on a bench and squatting 400. Yeah. So you're pushing. See, I'm going more cardio right now because mm-hmm. I'm trying to lose the weight. And I am not pushing that much at all. So, but where we moved to, we don't have a Planet Fitness here, so I'm gonna can I canceled our Planet Fitness fa- uh, plans. But there is like a community rec center that is half gym and then half community rec center. Mm-hmm. They have like an Olympic lap pool, and they have like yeah. a gym, like free free weights. And what the thing is, my wife has. I told you she has one of those like uh, herniated discs in her back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pool's gonna be fantastic for her. There's a therapy pool. That's cool. So like, yeah. Because she's actually still working in Jonesboro for the next three months. Yeah. So she's driving back and forth an hour and a half every day. She gets up at like 4.15 every morning. Rip. But she's doing that uh, because at the end of the summer, she's actually going to get paid by, I can't remember what medical company it is, but her grandmother has Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. And she's going to get paid to take care of her all day. So cool. not too hard of a that's job. What's up. Because that's, that's great. You get paid and you're taking care of your family at the same time. Yeah. Like literally she's also ba- basically she'll be able to, cause she, her, her grandmother's not so bad to where she can't go places. So mm-hmm. she can get in the car and all that stuff. And my wife is like, Hey, I'm going to start doing the couponing thing and just buying shit tons of stuff in bulk. And I'm like, if you're saving me money, I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what else? We got? Oh, uh, I finished playing a video game. Oh my god! And yes, I know, right? I never finished video games, <laughs> <laughs> but I finished playing Katana Zero, and I think the minute I finished it, I was like, I was messaging you on Discord. I was mm. like, "What the fuck? I'm, I'm not gonna." So we're gonna do a spoiler cast uh, for this at the end of the podcast. We're gonna a lot, probably what twenty minutes, half an hour, however it long like it takes for us to talk. So about So I'm not it. gonna go. I'm not gonna go far into it, but I'm messaging you on Discord the entire time. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> And you're just like, I know, I know. <laughs> I've beaten that game like four times over. So, I mean, if you want like an in-depth analysis of the game, we're going to tackle that at the end after questions. And then that yes. just be our closer. So that for All people who, for- who w- don't want it to be spoiled on them, they can have the opportunity to dip out. We have in the future or in the past have not been very good with our spoilers. We're we've just done like, spoiler one cast spoiler. and then we just run right into it. Yeah, we've done one spoiler. <laughs> But it was yeah, kind of so, shitty, so whatever. So we're going to try and do it professionally and keep it towards the end. We're going to break, give people time to get off of the podcast and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So, 
Uh, but that game for fifteen dollars is ridiculous. It's good. insane. Here, spoiler free. Spoiler free. The game is great. Go buy it. That's all you yes. need to know. The game. If you is got great, fifteen go bucks, that's like whatever. Just go buy it. Mm-hmm. It's it's on it's on Switch. I don't know. Is it on PlayStation Four and all that stuff? I think so. I think it's just. I think it's on everything. It, I, but I, 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 I know it's it on, on Switch, Switch and PC. Mm-hmm. I bought it on Switch as well too. But yeah, go check that out. Uh, the other thing is I actually finally, I know I had talked about this. I think I talked about it on the podcast a couple weeks ago or many weeks ago, but that arcade cabinet I bought. Yes. Plugged it up, started looking at it and the CVS it's Capcom versus, uh, or Marvel versus Capcom board works fine. Cool. Uh, there is some sound issues though. I don't think the sound issues are with the board. I think the sound issues are actually with the speakers, the the cathode ray fucking TV that's in it. (laughs) Yeah, uh, so the thing is, I've decided that thing's getting gutted. Uh, I'm going to gut it. I'm going to sell anything that I can sell to make money off of it. I could probably sell that CVS or that MBS, MBC uh, cart for like probably $150 $200. Really? That's cheap? Actually, I would have figured it would be what more. I'm, go- I'm just going to try and move it for that. Mm-hmm. I spent 500 on the cabinet. There's a guy actually, uh, TJ Kitsune in the uh, Discord is actually interested in it. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to him and see if we can work out something and get it shipped out to him. Cool. There's also TJ's one of our buddies from uh, Mega Visions, by the way. Fucking yeah, friendly. Yeah, check plug-in. out the Mega Visions podcast and their website and all that shit too. Uh, the other thing is, there's another board in it. It's Run and Gun, which is a basketball game. <laughs> What basketball game's called Running Gun? I would I saw Running Gun and I'm like, okay, this is a shooter. And it is not a shooter. <laughs> Basically, I'm I've saw some of those boards going for like 50 bucks, maybe. I don't care. I'm going to sell it for super cheap if anybody wants yeah, to buy it. Yeah, it's a throwaway. Yeah. Uh basically gutting all that out. Going to put uh I actually need to measure it, but we're going to put a flat screen 32 it's a 32 inch cathode uh tube ray monitor or TV in there. Mm-hmm. Uh we're going to put a flat screen in it. Cool. Uh, hopefully it fits properly. I need to open up the speaker cabinets somehow because what I'm going to do is I'm just going to get some cheap old Logitech computer uh, speakers and plug them up to the TV and all that shit. Nice. And we're going to put a Raspberry Pi in it. That's what's up. Yeah. That's uh, the way to do it. Later down the road, if we find some cheaper, like if I can find a cheap PS4 or a cheap uh, Xbox One, we'll put those in there and we'll have Street Fighter and we'll have Killer Instinct and all that shit too. But we'll have the retro pie in there. Uh, we're gonna have like a, basically we're gonna have what's in the Capcom uh, <laughs> fight stick. Yeah, <laughs> but more games. <laughs> so yeah, I'm super super excited about it. I've also actually started. I've made a list of things for my woodworking shop. Nice. I found so you need to go check out this channel on YouTube. It's called I Like to Make Stuff. And okay. It's a guy. Uh, I can't remember his last name, but his name's Bob. Makes a bunch of shit. Super in-detailed uh, tutorials on like how he made his modular work uh, tables. Uh, on how he made... The funny thing is I stumbled across his page because I was like, I need to look something up for this arcade cabinet. Mm-hmm. And he made an arcade cabinet from fucking scratch. That's cool. Where it has... When you walk up, it has a motion sensor in it. When you walk up, it turns on. And when you walk away for a certain moment, it turns off. It has backlights on it. It has six-drawer storage in the background. I posted it in the Discord. It's a three-video. The videos are about 10 to 15 minutes each, and he goes over it. He sells the plans for this for 20 bucks to make the shell. Yeah. That shit's getting built by me once I get my miter saw and yeah. all that other shit. Yeah. He's got I, I two might... different versions. He's got a version where it's just like a home version, mm-hmm. and then he's got a version where he installed a coin-operated system in it. 
So if you wanted to build your own arcade and like actually build cabinets specifically for your arcade, mm-hmm. you could do it. That's so, fucking sick. Go check it out. It's called I Like to Bake Stuff on YouTube. Okay. He has, he's been around for about four or five years. But this the modular work tables, he built three. He built a four-by-four four work table, and then he built two smaller, like two-by-twos, mm-hmm. two-feet-by-two-feet. And he set – they're made out of MDF board and two-by-fours and wheels, and that's it. And he made them to where they have magnets on every side, so you, they just snap to each other. So instead of having one big eight foot by eight foot table that you have to like move around and get out of the way, you have these smaller ones that just basically Voltron together. That's pretty fucking sick. And you can put them in any co- you can put them in an eight by eight. Do you want an L shaped one? You can put them in L shape. All that shit. Yeah, two by fours ain't that fucking expensive, and neither is MDF. Okay. So it looks fucking sweet. You should go check. He's got a ton of awesome videos. So. That's what's up. I'm gonna check that shit but- out. Yeah, the problem is, though, I got to invest some money into the. I need, because I'm starting, like, a miter saw. A brand new DeWalt miter saw is, like, $400. You can get a cheaper one on Amazon. Yeah, I just got to do some shopping around, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, but my I'm miter like, saw I costs buy this shit. like, 180 and it's it's pretty nice. fucking sick. So, I'm going to look into that. Uh, also, I was going to go over, May looks like it's going to be fucking movie month, man. I know you're not big into a lot of movies and all that stuff, but I just a quick list of things that are coming out this month. We got John Wick 3 coming out. I need uh, to see the first two before I commit to actually watching John Wick you, 3. So the good thing is if you if you don't want to watch 2 and 3, uh, 1 is a standalone movie. Okay. You can just watch. It's kind of like how the first Matrix was kind of like a standalone. Mm-hmm. Like it could be. They left it open. And then John Wick 2, obviously, if you watch that, you're like, there's going to be a third one. Mm-hmm. So, but that movie is fantastic. That series is awesome. I love that. I think it's coming out on the 16th or the 17th. I can't remember which day it's coming out on. Uh, another one, Godzilla King of the Monsters, which is I'm fucking super excited about. Uh, that one's coming out on May 31st. So I'm going to be going to watch that. New movie. I actually just saw the trailer for it uh, yesterday. It's called Tolkien. It's a movie about J.R.R. Tolkien. Or J.R. Tolkien. I would be interested in seeing that. Uh, it goes like apparently he was like an orphan, homeless child growing up, and it goes into like how he created the I think I of saw Lord that, of the Rings. I, I think I saw that, and the only reason why I'm going to remember this because I'm a fucking predictable piece of shit. Didn't he serve in World War II? There was like, wasn't there like a scene where he served in World War II? And, po- possibly yeah. he is in a uniform yeah. at one point. So, but. That's cool. I like the Lord of the Rings world. I mm-hmm. like the extended universe in Lord of the Rings. And uh, I'll probably, I don't know if I'll go to theaters and see that, but when it comes out on Netflix or something like that, I'll definitely check it out. Yeah. Uh, also, we have Detective Pikachu coming Obviously. out. Obviously. Like, that's so, guaranteed going to see. We've got Aladdin coming out. Mm hmm. So, another, <laughs> to, to, <laughs> off of your fucking screenshot. You're going to pull it up you mean, again? You mean that? <laughs> <laughs> the new Aladdin movie, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh. Uh, the Aladdin movie's coming out, and also, if you are a fan of Elton John, a movie kind of like how, uh, the Queen movie came out, Bohemian this one's Rhapsody. called Rocket Man. Yeah, this one's Rocket Man okay. is coming out. It's the guy, did you ever watch, well, you probably didn't, because you don't watch a lot of movies, but the, the Kingsman, uh, one yes. of Yes. Are you talking about the, the old man? Act, no, the young kid. Okay. Oh, he he's. Is playing. Okay. He's playing Elton John. I'm not that high on Elton John, but I'd probably uh, my wife is my wife would love to watch it because she mm-hmm. loves Elton John and all that stuff. I'm not that big of a fan of Elton John, but I'm more of a Queen fan. That's why I went and saw that one in the theaters, mm-hmm. and it was good. I liked what they did with the whole Live Aid. Like it was also almost verbatim how the actual Live Aid was. Yeah, so really was, well they, done. They they cut it a little bit. 
but it's still pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I've been just been setting up the office, setting up the house, and kind of getting my bearings of where I live now. Because like in Jonesboro, I knew where things were. Mm-hmm. I could just knew exactly where to go. I don't have a Walmart neighborhood market like two minutes away from my house anymore. I actually have to go into town. Which is weird. <laughs> it's yeah. it's like that pseudo farmer life. Gotta gotta go into town to grab all Dude. the fucking bullshit. I know it's fucking weird. I, we have to make lists. I can't just be like, oh, I forgot onions. That let me go grab them real quick. Oh, we got forgot onions. We're not having onions in this <laughs> recipe. <laughs> That's basically it for me, though. Cool. So. Uh, I had mostly an uneventful week. Um, I bought Soul Calibur Six. Oh, nice. I bought SNK Heroines Tag Team Frenzy. You got these on sale, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you play as Big Booby Terry yet? I have not. So I haven't played the game yet. The The guy over at my local GameStop, which I'm going to get into later, um, I was just like, look, I, I need from a fighting game player to another fighting game player. Is this game good? Is this game playable? I don't give a shit about like the looks and everything because I've had other people say, oh, the game is shit because it's either misogynistic or it looks fucking dumb or it's fucking right. anime. And he's just like, no, the game plays well. It's more akin <laughs> to a party game than it is an actual fighting game, but it's like it's it's low-key really good. Right. I'm just like, okay, fine. I'll pick this up. Uh, Connor, Con- Connor says in the Twitch chat, he says, apparently the Tolkien estate doesn't approve of the new biopic. Bioptic, so. it's it's fine. Fuck him. What? Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need uh, to. Uh, Chris, 2019. Fuck. Him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I bought the Phoenix Wright HD collection for my wife because she nice. had just recently gotten through the first season, or I would say the the anime of Phoenix Wright, and she uh-huh. really enjoyed it, f- regardless on how fucking cheesy it was. It's super cheesy. And oh my god, that game, I don't want to say it hasn't aged well, but mm. just just playing it makes it feel like th- this is this is a relic of time. Really? It is it is Cuz I love those games. I've only I have not beat the first one, but I love play- They're point and click adventures, let's just it's, be honest. It's it's like really <laughs> really like early point-and-click adventures for consoles like what you could say like for like pcs they're a little bit more advanced but as far as a console is concerned let alone the game boy advance it's a relic in time i would yeah how does that work because it's not a two screen anymore so the thing is is that the first phoenix right was made for the game boy advance and it was ported over to the ds in the united states so it works out fine that way i'm curious to see how it actually works out for um justice for all and trials and tribulations um, I just thought of Metallica when you said yeah. that. <laughs> uh, oh, could you imagine a Phoenix Wright game when you're like James Hetfield and like <laughs> Lars is the bad guy? Lars is like, I'm going to sue you. <laughs> and he's in every single case. No, he's fucking Ed- mm-hmm. Edward. Or the, he's the other Miles guy. Miles Edgeworth? Yeah. <laughs> yes, Edgeworth. Uh, but those, I'd play the shit out of that game. Those games work out fine. My my wife enjoyed it. She's It's just like following the anime for her. So I really were just going That's to good. get through the first game. And then we're going to play the, second, the, the next two games, which I actually haven't played the next two games. I went from Phoenix Wright, the first one, and then I went into oh. Apollo Justice or Apollo, whatever the spinoff was. Where, right, right, right. Whatever. Anyway, so that's. I cool. heard that final mission in the first game is bullshit. It's it is bullshit. It's fucking yeah. stupid, and I never got past it. 
but it's oh, it's it's I, fucking my buddy difficult. That you met at Magfest. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's played all those Phoenix. He said there's one. He's like, wait till you get to the clown mission. I don't know if that's in the first game or if it's in the second game. But so in the clown mission, the 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 guy that's being interrogated is a clown. Yeah, and he pisses the judge off. So you only have one chance to mess up. Yeah. Instead of the four chances. He's like, fuck that mission. <laughs> that's that's some stupid ass shit. Yeah, totally. Um, I also downloaded Shadows of Adam for the Switch. Um, if you don't, don't know, know that so is. Magfest, something classic was at the the end. It's one of it was one of the best games that I saw there. I think it came second to um uh One Step from Eden. It's okay. it's it's akin to Lufia and Final Fantasy Mystic Quest, but it it actually looks it looks really really good and really really detailed. Um, it's okay. a it's a gorgeous game. The music's good. Um, I played the beginning of it and I was I was pretty impressed with it. It looks like it was definitely a labor of love. And the guys awesome. are on my Twitter and they're super fucking chill. So I when I cool. come back from streaming, I'm going or when i come back to streaming i'm going to go back to playing that that'll probably be like the first thing i play because i i made it a point in saying that you know i'm going to stream shadows of adam and since right. rpgs are kind of my thing i really want to give that a uh, a go um right, i also right, right. picked up this one and i i didn't know what it was but it, it intrigued me and because yeah. i'm like this pseudo fake military buff uh, Dai Senri- <laughs> uh, how does it say? Dai Senriaku Seven uh-huh. Modern Military Tactics Exceed. It's what the fuck? It's fucking. <laughs> it's real life. It, it's supposed to be like real life fucking uh, advanced wars. Like I saw some oh, gameplay, okay. and it's like they got M1 tanks, Abrams tanks, and they got the uh, the Soviet shit, and they got uh, the Leopolds, and it's 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 more of like a simulation slash tactical rpg um it's it's bare bones i'm not not necessarily bare bones but it's like hey these are your tanks there's no like cartoony overworld story bullshit it's just like yo this is this these are fake mock battles between these these nations and shit like that which i thought was battle of arkansas yeah it's it's the battle (laughs) of arkansas um and they follow like the six square grid system so i i think it's it's very similar when i think about i think of the game dark wizard um okay just with the way that the strategy rpg elements are how much did you spend on it seven bucks there you go. <laughs> and I looked it You're up. You're not out shit yep. if it ain't good. Yep. And I looked it up online, and it apparently has a really good Metascore critic. Cr- really? Metacritic score. Metascore uh, critic? Metascore critic. Um, it, it, it's like in the 70s and 80s, which is super surprising for a game that, A, I've never heard of, and B, yeah. like this obscure tactical RPG for the PS2 nonetheless. The cover looks cool. <laughs> it, it is cool. I'm, I'm going to probably play it after the podcast is done. Nice. Um, also, going back to the guy that I met at um, GameStop was telling me about SNK Heroines. They are in the middle of starting this competitive Tekken scene over in the Fredericksburg, Virginia area at Sage Mantis Game Haven starting on May 18th. So I'm going to start popping my head in over there just to get a Ooh. feel for you know how the scene is doing, see if I can help promote it because... Tekken, I like Tekken. Yeah, Tekken, you know, is obviously huge, and I would love to that see... That new one's real good, yeah, too. Yeah, 7 is... I, I don't I don't know if I can have the uh, the authority to say that it's the best, 
but I like it as much as I like three. Now that said, I'm not that much of a Tekken fan or Tekken player to begin with. I'm not right. good at it, but if there was ever a chance for me to start getting into the scene, it would be here either as a promoter or as a player. But it, nice. it looks cool. Um, Sage Mantis has been trying to do tournaments and things and shit like that for a while. I've wanted to do something for Guilty Gear, but I just never have the time. So I think that this is a good way to start doing that. Um, I feel you. I'm in the middle of doing the Katana Zero video, so that's why there hasn't been any streams. Um, I want to say that I'm about halfway through it. So hopefully within the next week or so, that shit will finally be coming out. Yeah, uh, I read some of the script and it sounds really good. Yeah. Um, I've been playing Sekiro on my off time and that's as much as I defend that game and the difficulty, there is one aspect that I cannot stand. And this is probably a personal problem. I'm mm -hmm. first one to admit it. Anytime that I find a boss where I cannot like get in there and block mm -hmm. and parry and like do the things that I'm not really comfortable with where I have to play this cat and mouse game, namely with like the guardian apes, I have a really bad habit of getting stuck into the wall. Ah, Just okay. flat so out stuck like into the wall. Is it like... Hold on one second. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll keep on going with this. It's... I keep on getting Thank you. stuck with the the Genichiro way of Tomoe fight. The only reason why I even beat that fight is because Genichiro got stuck in the wall with me and I just took that opportunity <laughs> to to hack you that bitch the up. Shit I cheesed the shit out of that fight. I didn't I didn't win that fight fair and square. But the the second phase There is no fight that's fair and square. Yeah. <laughs> but the second phase with the Guardian Ape and now I'm at the fight where you fight the Guardian Ape and the fucking brown ape at the same time and it's like you have to play keep away. You have to just keep on playing keep away. And it's it's disheartening because it is so difficult while you're getting stuck in the environments. And that's oh, that's okay. really what the biggest issue that I have with that. But, you know, I'll eventually get past it. I still that. haven't played it yet. I own it. I own the collector's edition. You need to play it. It's a really good game. I know. I know I need to play it, but I have so many games that I have not finished that I have to backlog and get them done. Mm-hmm. Like Legend of Dragoon, we got to get that done. You have to get I that really, done. really. I've been doing some test streams with Mario RPG just to make sure everything works. I'm just like, I want to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> like, because I know, like, that game's, it's, let's be honest, Mario RPG is a very easy RPG. Yes. Anyone can pick it up. It's not hard. It's not like Final Fantasy. I would say, Final, even though Final Fantasy VII is beloved by many people, it's not a very easy RPG. Okay. I would think like like so, like some people. I know as a kid, I didn't really understand the materia system that well. So like with Mario, with Mario, you're just like, oh, I got this hammer. I'm gonna hit them at a time time, and then that's it. So uh, I'm excited. I just love Mario RPG, so I'm ready to play that. Okay. Uh, I think I only played halfway through that game. So I have complete, beat it completely, where I even got the secret items and stuff that basically makes Peach invincible. So okay. What's sad is I love Mallow and I love Gino, but the best setup is Mario, Bowser, and Peach. It's the best setup. I will keep that in mind when I go to play it. Because <laughs> <laughs> Peach is your healer, and Peach's healing abilities is dumb. Mm -hmm. And then she gets the she gets some kind of helmet that she only ever takes one damage. Yeah, that's, it's dumb. It's, that's stupid. That completely trivializes the game. It does. So my thing is I don't know if I want to do that. Get the item, but just keep it in your inventory. Yeah, that's true. We and then if that. shit gets because it's a it's a secret thing that you have to do because you get it's called the lazy shell and there's mm -hmm. two. It's weird because there's a lazy shell weapon and there's a lazy shell armor, 
And the lazy shell is what you put on Peach to where she doesn't take hardly any damage. And then the lazy shell is a, a weapon for Mario. That's like his best weapon in the game. Okay. So, I don't know. We'll see. And then Bowser's just awesome. Because what's funny is, I don't know. I haven't tested it yet because I haven't gotten to Bowser. But in the English version, uh, I think he just goes like this. Or he goes like this. Mm-hmm. But in the Japanese version, he goes like he this, this, yeah, which is like, yeah, like in America, they were like, eh, I don't think we could do that, which mm-hmm. I guess that means like, fuck you or yeah. something like that. It's up yours. And yeah. And uh, but the I have the Japanese version because I'm running the Japanese version on the Retro Freak. So I'm excited to see if it keeps that in there. OK, so. that's what's up. Uh, last little bit is Forge of Fury and D&D is finally coming to an end. And we will be starting Horde of the Dragon Queen, which is this long. That sounds cool. It's it's a cool ass fucking mis- um campaign. It's you have your set of adventurers, and there's this dragon cult of humans and kobolds that ultimately are trying to bring back Tiamat, which is the mother of dragons. And it is if if the party fucks up terribly, it is an incredibly difficult fight near impossible because she's a literal god she's one of the few enemies that has a challenge level of 30 which is the highest in the game and it's like at the end of every single player's move she takes a turn and she does some crazy fuck shit it's it's insane so if they if they play the game right they should be able to weaken her to the point where either she doesn't get summoned to begin with or when they actually do have to fight her it she's manageable but it's it's an end of the world scenario type campaign, so I'm pretty stoked cool. for that. However, in Forge That's of up. Fury, um, it was funny because there's an instance where they meet this woman in this fucking room, and she's like being held kidnapped, captive. Mm-hmm. And it's it's odd because everyone that's been down there is just a bunch of dwarves, and they're just like, we don't go into this area because there's a bunch of undead. Yet here's this like beautiful, gorgeous women woman, and it turns out that she's a succubus. And ah. I, I like being able to like text my players and be like, hey, go go ahead and make a uh, a charisma or wisdom save, and they fucking fail. And I'm just like, good, you're now my bitch. I charm you. You're gonna fuck over <laughs> the rest of the party, and that's my, bullshit. My players are smart enough to be like, "Okay, yeah, I, I have to role play this." So it's it's cool, it's great, it's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Good fight. That's good that you got people that know how to role play right. Yeah, because we had we had a group where some of us did, and then like me, I was just like, "All right, I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> I'm an orc. I can't swim. <laughs> and then the last thing is that if you notice. The background has changed from the last previous stream. It's because I put way too many holes in my wall trying to put this fucking bullshit up that does absolutely do nothing. nothing. <laughs> it does absolutely nothing. There's holes. Well, like I said, I'm I'm gonna send you some Zelda posters. Yeah, that you'll probably like fill so. up like the the area over here where I'm still stuck. Mm-hmm. Like that strategically placed hat. There's a there's a fucking hole behind it. It's great. <laughs> That's so good. It's so good. It's it's trash. But anyway, that's that's about it. Um, news. Let's do the news. Let's do the news. Pull that shit up. Let me pull mine up too. Uh, uh, kickstarting Bioware's troubles continue in regards to Anthem. Um, this is coming nope. out of you know a Reddit post that showed a video of the of the developers actually playing the game. Um, namely a Jesse Anderson and Uh the, the details of what's going on with this one is that Jesse Anderson and Ben Scott were playing, uh, 
I think they were playing a stronghold or they were just playing a mission in Anthem. And there's been a lot of issues revolving around the loot system drop rate. They say mm-hmm. that the the drops in Anthem are so abysmal, abysmally, I can't even fucking say that word right. They're really abysmal. fucking low. There you go. <laughs> They're really fucking low. So what ends up happening is that they got different color code things, and there's a term that people say that they're constantly getting purple rain, and purple rain is a very common or uncommon uh, item drop, and people have to play hours and hours and hours in order to get legendary or masterwork gear, and Mm -hmm. there is problems with the game itself where it's like when you go into an instance and you get the loot, if you pick up the loot, it eats up item slots in your inventory, so if right. you max out your inventory, you can't pick up anything else. Now, That's bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's fucking sucks. It's So what ends up happening is that because loot drops so frequently, people will get all this common gear and common embers and materials to craft shit. And when they mm-hmm. finally do get that legendary drop or masterwork drop, they can't pick it up. And to make matters worse, they can't go into their inventory and drop gear. They have to go to the end of the game. What? Yeah. They can't, That's some bullshit. They can't modify their fucking inventory. And until the instance until, is over? Yeah. Yeah. That's some bull. Dude, even World of Warcraft lets you drop shit. Yeah. It's fucking dumb. Yeah, because if you look on their Reddit, he gets a purple rain. Mm-hmm. And he almost says purple rain, and but it just he, goes quiet. He just goes quiet because he does. apparently it's already a super sensitive situation. Um, and he, you can see he kind of goes like, and he just stops. Mm-hmm. They they just like stop talking for like 10, 15 seconds. And then they just. Yeah, it's it's a little cringeworthy. They, they try to push past it. But anyway, so the the problem is, is that they, the way that they try to mitigate this issue is, okay, well, whenever you get a masterwork or a legendary gear, we're just going to automatically give it to you at the end of the instance. Well, there's bugs with that because now people are saying that they can't access the masterwork or legendary gear. So, yeah, it's 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 bugs. So it's like you're supposed to get it, but you just don't get it because there's something wrong with the inventory loot system uh, when you're finishing Christ, off the instance. Man. What else? <laughs> it's it's really bad. It's the ba- it's the thing really, is, really I read bad. Uh, Jesse. I read Jesse Anderson's uh, tweet. Like mm-hmm. he did like 17 tweets, and he seems like he wants the game to be good. <laughs> yeah, he he legitimately gives a shit about, or at least I think he legitimately gives a shit yeah. about. It. And he's like, he's ble- you know, pouring his heart out over the entire situation, and he's just like, look, I really just want this to work, and I want to be transparent with you, and I'm really sorry that we hadn't, you know, spoken. In, in where I haven't had an announcement in fucking weeks and it's unacceptable and look, this is what's going on. These are the changes that I want to make. Just hang in there. That's essentially what it's coming down to. Just just hang yeah. in there. Um, I mean, they're already hanging in so far. Might as well stick well, with it. <laughs> here's the problem. BioWare and EA are pushing to start development on Dragon Age 4. So a lot of people are leaving the development for Anthem to go support uh Dragon Age 4, which is problematic because this is the same issue, issue, issuation, situation that happened with Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah. Andromeda was so fucking shit and so fucked up that when it they came... Spread, they're spreading their talents too thin. Yeah. And they were just like, oh, well, this fucking failed. Time to move on to the next thing, which in this case would be uh, Dragon Age 4. Well, for them, it was fucking Anthem. And it just gets sent to the wayside. So I'm I'm... 
I've been tempted to pick up Anthem so that I can try it out for myself, but I, even now right. I still think the $30 MSRP for a new copy is not worth it. Um, but I mean, I just don't want to play it. It's just not my, like it looks cool. Like Wizard Iron Man is still really cool. Yeah, it's, it's a cool concept, and it's obvious that this game was released way too fucking early. But I mean, what can you do at this point? It's yep. just it's, it's a shitty situation. It's 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 sad because you do see someone like this guy that legitimately has passion mm-hmm. for the game he's working on, and he's just like, nah, man. You're getting fucked over. <laughs> it, yeah, but when they were on stream, like they were adamant in saying that you know the loot system is not that bad. And one of the memes that came out of this after the whole purple rain thing was Bio, where's my loot? And they're just constantly <laughs> saying that. <laughs> it's it's oh, great, man. but no, yeah. sucks. But yeah. well, speaking about like this next one goes into another like tweet long rants and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> So this next one, let me pull it up here. Uh, Borderlands 3 won't have loot boxes. But it does. Sounds good, right? But it does. But it does. (laughs) Well, okay. So I'm going to play on both sides of the field on here Mm -hmm. because uh, let's, for a little background, let's go through it real quick. It was, I got to find the guy real quick. Randy Pitchford. There you go. Randy Pitchford. Randy Pitchford. Uh, He basically, he came up on stage. He was talking about Borderlands 3, talking about how it's going to be, you know, I, he has faith in game and well, I think it was G, uh, GI Game Informer. Game Informer. Is that what it is? Game Informer. He's like, I have faith in this and all this. Basically, blah blah blah. Corporate speak, all that stuff. And then he was like, Hey, we're not going to have any uh, microtransactions. And they're like, Awesome. No microtransactions is going to be good. But then he goes to say, Like, well, there are going to be like cosmetic stuff and stuff like that that you can buy. Technically, that's micro microtransactions. The thing here is, I think so. The audience was basically like, Hey. There are microtransactions. Don't lie to us and say there's not when there are microtransactions. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, the guy's like, yeah, it's, they're, they're not the microtransactions that you think, though. So I think there's a lack of commu- communication on both sides. I think this. what it comes down to is that they're playing semantics on this. And yes, let me know if I'm using the, wrong, the term incorrectly. But the, the problem is, is that, one, it's coming from Randy Pitchford. And Randy Pitchford is a polarizing individual in the industry and the community because he gets super emotional about fucking everything and when he heard about you know game informer coming out and saying this shit he took that shit personally i'm just like you know come on guys shitty clickbait headline literally seconds before i said that i made it very clear that we're going to do more cosmetic stuff like we did in borderlands Mm -hmm. 2 regardless um i think that randy while emotional also comes off as a little bit of an idiot at times Regardless of his expertise and whatever, yes. um, he just he's gets, too passionate. Sometimes. Yeah, he gets <laughs> he gets way too much in the moment, and I I understand where he's coming from. I really fucking do. Yeah, um, I used to in, be like in that this, really bad too. In this scenario, there's other things where uh-huh. I'm just like, no, you're a fucktard. But I digress. Um, when it comes to this, yes, he is trying not to follow a free to play model because the free to play model is very uh predatory on your player base because it's saying like well you can't fucking win unless you have this high end gear give me 20 yeah. bucks and I'll give you a rifle that you know shoots fucking lasers one shot kills one everything shot kills everything the thing is though this sounds like some deja vu because if we remember Randy mm-hmm. worked on Battleborn yeah 
And he also was like, Battleborn will not have microtransactions. It will not be free to play. And six months Boy. later. <laughs> and then now, six months I, later. In the defense of Battleborn, they did try to release Battleborn right when Overwatch came out. And Overwatch mm-hmm. was just the better Battleborn. Yeah. And I felt bad for people that were working on Battleborn because mm-hmm. I was like, Overwatch is just better, bro. <laughs> there's, there's nothing that you can do about that. There's Yeah, it was nothing. just shitty timing for you, bro. Mm-hmm. So. But he... Randy came out with this long 18-part tweet yeah, trying yeah. to defend and answer the mail on everything. And, and at the end, beat of, around the bush. he beat around the bush, <laughs> and he didn't even answer the whole fucking microtransaction, non-microtransaction. I'm like, look, I get it. Yeah. They're all cosmetic. That's like the only safe way that these developers and publishers can get around having microtransactions. Yeah. And I'm fine with those microtransactions. Cosmetic is purely fine. Mm-hmm. If I want my guy to look different than you, yeah, I'll pay a little extra. That's fine. Yeah. But, and I understand, like I said, the audience, they were like, I think they understood what Ra- what Randy was talking about. Like, it's not going to be the play to win once. Mm-hmm. But still, don't say there's micro not microtransactions when technically there are. Yeah. I think. And don't get mad when we call you out. I, I think that Game Informer took a little bit of advantage of the situation to mm-hmm. make the situation look more insidious than what it actually was. Oh, yeah, but, publicity. Yeah, that's just what it comes down to. But at the end yeah. of the day, Randy Pitchford doesn't understand what microtransactions are. So It's funny. We got like two uh, two very passionate people, but on the different <laughs> sides of the spectrums. Yeah. So <laughs> um, anyway, speaking of like shitty bullshit because I don't know how to do a proper segue into that. Was a hell of a segue. Yeah, fucking, speaking <laughs> of shitty bullshit. Uh, speaking of two people pitched <laughs> against each other, how about that one a little bit better, Chris? Uh, uh, speaking I of have... things I'm about to talk about. <laughs> speaking of words, uh, Psionics is joining the Epic family. What does that mean for us? Oh, that means that Epic Games is probably going to kill Rocket League on Steam. They haven't come out and actually said it, but it's probably going to happen. They haven't. Yeah. They're, they're just like, oh, it doesn't mean that we're going to do it. Come on. Epic Games and Psionics have a history with each other, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're they're basically the but they basically have been a company together non-efficiently since, like, 2004. 2000. Yeah. When they were working on, like, Unreal and like Unreal tournaments and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, they worked on Unreal Tournament, got Gears of War. Mass Effect yeah. 3. Like, my question here is, I know Rocket, Rocket League is a fantastic game. I love mm-hmm. Rocket League. I don't know how big it is, but how big of an impact is this for Steam? To it's just- got, like, fucking eSport level of, like, Yeah, I guess you're right. It. Rocket League is huge. Rocket League is... So, if you look at that, that's another game. They have Fortnite and now Rocket League. Yep. They got some, they got some big hitters. Yep. So, so I wonder what I wonder. So this is a bit of week to week kind of thing. Let's see what Steam's gonna say next week. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll see what happens. From what they're saying is that, and this is why I think that Epic Games is going to pull Rocket League from Steam is because they're saying that if you have already purchased Rocket League on Steam, they are still going to support it. Which I purchased Rocket League for Steam. Now I'm probably thinking about getting for for PS4. Now that I know that. Uh, I think I have it on PS4. Yeah. Fucking um, Scotty plays on PS4. Scotty Dude, that game's game. great. I was it's watching great. my buddy. Uh, I am the hottest garbage at it. 
I oh yeah, awful. me too. I was watching my buddy. Uh, he's a fellow. He's a streamer. He streams more on Facebook and stuff like mm-hmm. that. His name is uh, Chickity Chavis, mm-hmm. and he was stream. He streams that. He streams Fortnite. He's gonna love this because Fortnite and Rocket League are together now. So maybe he can get that uh, that endorsement he was wanting from Epic Games. Nice. Uh, but he also plays like old school RuneScape and shit too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you if you want to check him out, go check him out. His name's Chickity Chavis. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. Rocket League's great. I fucking like race cars and soccer. Like that's mm-hmm. an awesome game. And I don't know. This is like I said, has become a week to week thing. So we'll see what happens next week on the other side. We'll see if there's a retaliation or something like that. Yeah. Oh well. Yep. Uh, let's see. Ooh, I get the big one, don't I? <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty big. Yeah. It's so uh for use for use peoples that don't knows. Uh, Etika, who is a big YouTube personality, all that stuff, has been com- uh, uh, committed to a psych ward. Yeah, Etika has had some stuff going on for the last what couple years, right? Or I want to say that it's recent? probably been within the last year or two. Um, yeah. So if you don't know who Etika is, he's a big. He, he used to be. He's big into Smash and all. He's that a stuff. big he Smash from, YouTuber. And then he he started going into like he's he's a huge following man. This guy was going. Like through the roof. I watched uh, so a video from let's see, Review Tech USA. Uh, he goes into saying like what happened, mm-hmm. and I to honestly, what I can tell you is he Etika honestly obviously has some mental things going on. He's I don't know if he specifically has a mental illness, but he has some things that are going on, and I think he's got too. And I'm not saying he got too big too quick because he's been around for a while, but I think the popularity actually did not help with his mental issues. So if you watch, there's there's a Reddit that people are saying that he is like in a no shit cult, which I think is a little bit misleading because I'm kind of aware of what the Venus Project is. And I wouldn't necessarily say it's a satanic cult or a cult to begin with, but it's... Mm-hmm. The the Venus Project was covered, if you remember back in the day when George Bush was president, a lot of people were trying to say, you know, the whole 9-11 was an inside job conspiracy right, theory. Right, right. And then there was a series of movies that was released called The Zeitgeist. And The Zeitgeist was partially funded by the the Venus Project, which is like this new way of dealing with resource management and money and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, right. it's a, it's a, it's a huge pipe dream, but it's, it's fascinating to look at to begin with. He was involved with that. Etika was very involved with that. And he flat out said that, you know, my intention is to come out as an influencer once I've made a large, you know, uh, player base or a large fan base and start pushing these ideas out to it. But the thing is, is that once those numbers got up, he just started, saying some crazy ass shit going off the deep end and like dude he said like some racial slurs on his twitch which he got his twitch yeah he, down. he he started off saying that you know telling his twitter fans that he's referring to himself as god and shit talking everyone else you guys don't understand you guys don't even know how to fucking wipe your own ass very anti-semitic views towards jews jewish jews. people <laughs> uh and a lot of his friends were starting to worry about him and they were I, I was watching like live tweets going back and forth between him and Sky Williams and saying like, yo, dude, you know, you need help. You need to let me help you because this is this is not normal. And he's he just went off blocking him, his ex-girlfriend, everything. Yeah. 
his ex-girlfriend Alice that was trying mm-hmm. to help him and all that stuff. But then, uh, yeah, because if you had, didn't see it back on April 29th, uh, someone he was he had made some tweets saying like he was suicidal and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So somebody swatted him. Yep. And for I think for good reason. Yeah. Like anyone that's going to be suicidal like that, they need some help. And he tur- he he didn't turn it into, but he did stream it. He streamed it on his Instagram. And uh, it's about what twenty thousand people were watching that when he got detained and all that, and like he 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 shut down and he got an entire block in New York shut down. Brooklyn, because, yeah, in yeah. Brooklyn, <laughs> I know where that shit's at, man. Yeah, and it- uh, but I don't know, man. And like I was watching Real Review Tech USA's video, and he's like, I don't think this is a publicity stunt. He was already so big. Why would he need a publicity? Why would stunt? he need to do this when he's already yeah. on the rise? Now, granted. He did have the fiasco go down about the whole porn on YouTube thing and whether he got Yeah, he just started streaming hacked, that shit on YouTube. <laughs> whether he got hacked or it was on purpose, whatever, people are saying that it was an ARG, whatever. Um, yeah. Then the whole thing about what went down on Twitch and that getting knocked down. But he was still growing. He still had a massive fan base. So it didn't make sense for him to start doing this shit. Yeah, he it, was so big. Like, it didn't. he didn't even have to put a schedule out. He mm-hmm. knew, like, if he started streaming, 30,000 people would just show up. It's crazy. 30,000 is pretty high, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, it's more than the four we get. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about relative terms, but whatever. Um, Even if it was 3,000, you got mm-hmm. 3,000 people in this world that want to watch you the minute you go live. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel you on that one. Uh, Let me, and then there, there was the issue too where he got in the, into a fight with a New York police officer. That was that like, was pretty much the climax of this entire thing. He he started and aggravated a, an assault on an officer, which is mm-hmm. like huge. Now he didn't get arrested for it, but that's still a class C felony. Yeah, and he should have. That's that's <laughs> that's max fifteen years in the slammer and a five k fine. So so. I'm going to side rail off of this mm-hmm. a little bit. So I watched the video from, uh, I'm not going to say, well, it's, it's, it was a Twitter video. Someone was sure. recording it while it happened. Mm-hmm. I hate that we live in a day and age that people would rather pull their phones out. Then stop the up, altercation. Then stop it. Yeah. Like that is so, like someone yells out world star and then all the phones are mm-hmm. out. It, I hate, I love the technology world that we live in. It is amazing. Like I am talking to. Well, it says two people right now, but eventually, <laughs> if we if we do get larger, we people can listen to this. Like mm-hmm. it's amazing, but this is just like not decent human being a decent human anymore. Like you need to jump in and like stop that. It's like, like let me let me take this video so I can get big, so I can be the one. It reminds call. me of the fights in high school. Mm-hmm. You're just like oh, and like everyone's around. I'm like, let's be some fucking people. Like not even not even adults or even races or like be human beings towards each other. Mm-hmm. Like it's ridiculous. So no. I don't know. Sorry, that's my tangent on that. It's it's fine. It's it sucks. What the good thing is is that now he's not going to be able to leave. He's definitely not getting out of the psych ward. He's definitely getting. I the hope he gets the help, he needs, the help man. that he needs. Yeah, yeah. That's just what it comes down to. Because he's like to be able to reach people and people want to watch you like that. Like that's awesome. You're probably inspiring other people to want to do stuff like that too. But then when something something like this happens, uh, I don't know, man. I thought like I didn't know Etika before this, uh, so I thought maybe he got too big too quick. But mm-hmm. you inform me he's been around for years. No, no, I've been following him for a while. He 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 was so. on my top streamers or YouTubers that I would watch regularly. But then he just he just started going off the deep end. It was crazy. Yeah. 
but and and like I said, and I tell people all the time, and especially like I I especially where I live now, there's a lot of older community people that say, oh, you don't need therapy. It's just you know, nut up or shut up and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Therapy is good for everybody. Yeah, like I mean. I know people in my life, I don't want to get specific with it because I don't want to put out their information, but I know people specifically that are close to me in my life that have gone through therapy and it has helped them immensely. Yeah. Even if it's not even, if just talking. This is therapy, what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel so much better. Like, I went, like, being able to talk about shit and just riff with people is amazing. Yeah, it's, so, it's just having the support group out there, having yes. a healthy support group where you're able to speak candidly and talk about issues and shit like that is... Yeah. Is it's a big I cannot, fucking deal. I cannot stress this enough. If if you are feeling depressed or you feel like you, I'm I'm actually going to get real for a second. Seek help. Get the therapy you need. Uh, just naming like, and I know these are celebrities, but naming people that have been huge inspirations in my life. We lost Chester Bennington to this mm-hmm. from Lincoln Park. We lost Chris Cornell to this from Soundgarden and Audio Slave. We lost, and this one, I Chris, I don't cry. This made me when I saw this on Facebook that day, I bawled because Anthony Bourdain, yeah, was is my kitchen idol. Mm-hmm. I strive to be like him. And when I saw like it can get anybody. So if you're feeling this, get the help. There are people out there. I know that you feel like you'll have it in your head that people don't want to help me, nobody cares about me. There are people that do want to help you. Yeah. So get the help that you want or to get the help that you need. So sappy stuff over. <laughs> yeah, no, I concur with all that shit it it sucks um on a lighter note i'm gonna take the next two because they're practically the same fucking thing let's go to porn Uh, we're going to porn (laughs) uh i i solidified my kickstarter backing for studio foe or studio fow's subverse Corey tornado jones walls is in the credits I told my wife about this and she goes, I can't believe that you backed (laughs) it. I was like, really? You can't believe that me, you've known me for almost five years that I kickstarted a pornography game? (laughs) I I showed showed Tiff this and she was wholeheartedly A, amused and B, excited. Dude, the game looks great and this shit looks hot. I'm going to be honest with you, man. (laughs) Yeah. $2.2 million funded. And they, what was the goal? They needed 100,000 pounds. And they hit 1.6 million pounds, or two. They got to the point where they had they stopped dollars. making they stopped making stretch goals. Yeah, it was like <laughs> there is nothing else I can give you on this. It's this game's gonna be great though. Yeah, it it looks awesome. It looks hot. Yeah, even if you're it's, even if you're not into the whole porn part of it, mm-hmm. it looks decent. Like from the trailer, the sm- the shmup parts look great and all that other stuff. And mm-hmm. then you get to bang your crew. So. <laughs> It's every shitty Flash game on, like, Newgrounds. Yeah. This is a triple-A porn game. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready for this. Dude, Connor just went porn. (laughs) I don't care. The Look, Studio Foe or FOW, I don't know what Mm -hmm. they like to go by, but I went to their website, and granted, there are some things that are not my style or not my cup of tea, the animation and they are they are keen on making this shit look good. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the they most got some money. Thing. Let's see what they do. So I'm super happy about this. When's the the actual release date? The expected release date? 2020. Uh, I'm not probably 2020. Especially now with all the stretch goals, it's probably going to be something like 2020. Yeah. I don't know. I'm looking. Let's see on facts. 
Uh, our animators will switch back over to the movie pipelines towards the tail end of 2019 as they finish up their duties for the game. Okay, so this this should be done by the end of the year. Cool. So probably end of the year. Dude, this would be a great fucking Christmas gift for some people. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm, either end of the year or early 2020. I am down for this. I am totally This is down funny for because this. I'm used to Kickstarters where I have to wait like two years to get something. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the second thing I want to hit, and this is more of a personal thing, um, there is a new gaming service that was recently kickstarted almost a month ago. It is called AntStream. And the reason why I know about this is because I follow an individual called Game Hut. He was a developer for Traveler Tales on Sonic 3D Blast. And he would go in-depth on all of the little tips and tricks that they did in order to get that game out the door. Like like crazy shit, like the opening cinematic for the, the Sega Genesis version, which was at the time gorgeous. It was beautiful. That take up that takes up like the majority of the space on that cartridge. <laughs> just for that fucking cinematic. And they they went into detail on like how they actually got that shit to to fucking work. Um, That's funny. He goes over fucking glitches. He goes over to little Easter egg and, you know, how to make X, Y, and Z work. It's really fascinating. But he's now a partner in AntStream, which they're trying to get old arcade, uh, Commodore 64, Atari, you, Dude, I didn't know about this until now, and this yeah, shit looks good. It, it looks sick, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to create a streaming, uh, subscription-based streaming service for PC, Xbox One, mobile, tablet. Um, yeah, it's 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 pretty fucking dope. A disclaimer: You're not mm-hmm. gonna see like Mario. No, you're not gonna see Zelda. You're not gonna see. You probably won't even see Sonic on this. This these is, are for the, these are those games that got put lost in the wayside. Especially in the United States. I, this is definitely mm. more things that had come out in... I did see Metal Slug, which I was happy about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is this is more things that you know came out in the UK and our uh-huh. European brothers and sisters. But yep. it's still like first, second, third generation games. All yeah, I mean, it's here. already back too. It's yeah, got it's, it's, got, to it's, go. got the, it's got the whole fucking... The, the, the goal that they were trying to meet. And now they're just trying to hopefully make the stretch goals, which would be cool. So... Yeah, so it looks like for 37 bucks you can back the project, get it when it uh, comes out, and you get six months of the subscription service. Yeah. So I don't know what the number is going to be. So let's even let's let's just say, let's say eight dollars a month. That seems about to be the standard for new companies that come out like this. Eight eight dollars a month. That's a deal right there because yeah. eight times six. That's 48 bucks. So mm-hmm. that's a deal right there. This is great because it's got leaderboards and you can directly challenge people too. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, gonna it, be. It looks I, fucking I'm, sick. I'm backing this and be when this comes out. We're probably. I would like to do streams of us challenging each other on video games. I, I'm down like, for that. That'd be fucking. That would be really fucking. That'd be cool. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's just another cool thing to to get into. Ultimately, I yep. Go for it. Yes, definitely go check it. That's Ant Stream on Kickstarter. It's got about five days left. Yep. So go check that out. Uh, next story we got uh, Nintendo pulls the game from Nintendo pulls a game from uh, try again I'm dumb (laughs) (laughs) Nintendo pulls game from switch eShop after the developer reveals a hidden code editor in the game yes it's uh, this week in stupid 
That's the yeah. So you put this week in stupid, and I'm I don't know if you're saying if it's this week in stupid for why Nintendo pulled it, or it's this week in stupid for the developer. Oh, the developer this. is dumb as shit. Yeah. So basically, what it is is uh, the creator of a dark room snuck in a code editor for the players to use. It's not even the creator because I did I did a little bit of a uh, searching on this one. It's not the creator. He made a port. Are you serious? Yeah, he 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 had the rights to do a port of this game because the original creator, which um, I forget what the studio was, but uh, Michael Townsend, he was the founder and lead developer for Double Speak Games. They were okay. coming at him and be like, "Yo, you're a fucking idiot because you went on someone else's, you know, essentially property. You're going yeah. on their fucking console and you pull this shit." He's like, "Bro, I had nothing to do with that shit." I had nothing. This was all this was Amir just a Rajan. guy that ported it. Yeah. This was uh, what was it? Rajan. Amir Rajan. Rajan. Yeah. yeah. And, and I under so I see what he the reason he put this in there is he wanted so I'm gonna take some direct quotes from this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wanted he put this in here to show the next generation that magic does exist in this world that you can create something from nothing. ADR presents a product that that's accessible. It isn't 3D. It's barely 2D, but the player still has a wonderful time playing. This shows kids that even the simplest of presentations can lead to compelling experiences. It gives them hope that they they too can build something even if they can't draw or know linear algebra. I can get behind that. I could understand that. Yeah. But then, if you come down here, you see some other quotes where it's like, for the adults, this is us saying basically, fuck the establishment because we've been on the reins of the people that feed us for too long. And I was like, whoa! <laughs> Hold on a minute there, buddy. <laughs> and he he doubled down. When, oh boy, did when he. people were like coming after him, which was like, no, this is this is a terrible idea, and you're going to get yeah. fucked. And he was just like, no, fuck you. He's like, the people need to know. <laughs> it's and it's hilarious. He, he has he has apologized. Yes. So, but no, the the way that it worked is that you would have to download a dark room for the US or EU. You connect your USB keyboard and press the, the little Enya key. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you follow the system prompt after there. And when Nintendo caught word of that, they jumped they on like, that shit. They were that. like, fuck that. Fuck that. Because now you can make homebrew on on the the lighter, you know, hopefully non-intrusive side, you can now make homebrew applications for your Switch. On right. the more sinister side, you can hack your fucking Switch. Yeah, and, and, and make shit. Yeah, and make shit. And what were you thinking? <laughs> what were you fucking thinking? And then he finally at the end says, like, yo, I'm sorry, I didn't understand the, the, the effects that implementing the Ruby source code and allowing a secrets code editor on here, uh, what kind of effects it would have on Nintendo. And we're like, well, mm-hmm. you just fucking ruined your own reputation. You fucked yourself over. You played yeah. yourself. You played yourself, son. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so fucking dumb. You're you're not you're not sorry. You're you're upset that the You're sorry you got caught. Yeah, you're sorry that you got caught. You're sorry that yeah. the the publisher or the hardware manufacturer turned around and was just like, no, fuck you. Yeah, like how did you think this was gonna not get caught? No, I, it wasn't the fact that it wasn't get caught. <laughs> he told everyone. He told people to boost it. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, all I can say is that now any any game, any Switch console that now has a dark room downloaded onto it is has just risen up in value. You can sell that oh, shit yeah. for like 600, 700 bucks. And they oh, could yeah. just market it. It's just like, yo, you can homebrew this shit and nothing can happen to you. So 
So I'm actually going to throw another story in real quick since we're talking about be- people being fucking idiots. Yep. Uh, I actually just put the uh, the link in the Discord for you because we it wasn't on our docket. So basically, this was a story I was telling you about last night. Mm-hmm. So a Twitch streamer Kuno or Kun Zero, Kun Zero, whatever it is, banned, and I thought he was perma banned, mm-hmm. but he's been banned for seven days after bullying Dream Nico TV. So basically, what happened was uh, Kuno and his girlfriend. I guess got upset that Dream Nico TV had a bigger following than he did. Okay. So what they proceeded to do, they proceeded to go on stream. They were streaming while they were doing this. They proceeded to go to her Twitter and just basically started bashing her art, saying like, "What is wrong? How are these these people are dumb for following her? Look at her art. She's dumb. All that stuff." And the girlfriend at the end goes, "Maybe she's autistic." And then they started laughing. Dude, what the fuck were you thinking? That's our new segment that we should make. <laughs> what the fuck were you thinking? I love it. I love it. What the fuck were you thinking? So basically, he comes up. He comes out with an apology. So he comes out and says, "I fucked up today, guys. I let Dream Nico TV and my community and the entire art community down today. I'm sorry, and I'm in the wrong. I assume 100 percent of the responsibility what occurred on my stream. I will respond with a more in-depth apology as soon as possible." Artists went ballistic. They were like, fuck you. We don't fuck want a public apology. You, you need to pu- fucking apologize to Dream Nico TV. Dude, people from... So Ross Donovan and Aaron Hansen from Game Grumps were like, fuck you, you piece of trash. You're done. And I was like, dude, these guys are pretty kind-hearted. When they say fuck you, fuck off. Yeah, you, I don't, you're done. You know who I'm... T- I, I, I didn't pull up the name, but you know who I'm talking about. It's the guy... Uh, I. I Everyone, if I were if I were to pull up a picture of him right now, everyone would know. What, what is he known about. for? Uh, well, from a lot of people, call him like a floor goblin, which is kind of sad. Like, I know, yeah, 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 I know who you're you know talking what I'm about. talking yeah, about. Yeah, about. Talking he about. apparently he works with the people on Twitch, and he was like, he he put a response video like, "Dude, you're done. I'm about to talk to my buddies over at Twitch and get this fucking pulled." I thought he was going to be perma banned, but he's only been banned for seven days. I that's I think that's. Lenient, that's a lot but, of revenue that he probably lost in those seven yeah, years too. It's I think it's lenient, but the the fact is is that the damage has already been done. I oh, mean, yeah. like his girlfriend came on Twitter too was like, "I apologize for what I did on Kuno's stream." I'm like, "Bitch, you just showed your true colors." Yeah, and the thing is, is that at the same time, you also did everyone a favor and showed your boyfriend's true colors because the fact is because he, he let was, it happen. He let it happen. He was compliant in the whole fucking situation. So yep. it is. He's it laughing is the is. whole time. Mm-hmm. Laughing the whole time. So so that's another segment on. Enjoy your uh, retail job. Yeah. What did I call the segment? I already fucking forgot. <laughs> what the fuck were you thinking? What the fuck were you there thinking? You there you go. All we, right. need to, we need to mint that thing. All right. The next one's Sega, so that's all you. <laughs> okay. So Sega is now going to be refocusing on what their plans are uh, due to – my son is knocking on the, the door. <laughs> I wonder how long it will take for my wife to realize that he's uh, that he's back here. But anyway, um, the little you can take a minute if you want to. Yeah, look, dude, he got in. <laughs> <laughs> look at him. You're what's you're going on, buddy? Kick, aren't you? <laughs> do we need to take a two minute break? We need to take a two minute break. I'll be back, right, guys. I gotta go handle break. this this kid real All quick. All right, entertain them. Entertain I them. You can take the water. Why do you have chocolate <laughs> all over your face? <laughs> Oh, that's great. That's great. All right, guys. Oh, so while he's gone, what we'll do is... uh, 
Dude, he, he figured it out. <laughs> he wanted to be on part of <laughs> the new segment. <laughs> I didn't want everyone to see that I'm still in like, my basketball shorts and my fucking flat ass. And So here's another segment on what the fuck were you thinking? Why didn't you lock that door, Chris? It was locked. The door was locked. He Dude. fucking solid snake that shit. <laughs> fuck. Oh, man. Anyway. Well, anyway. Anyway, nah, nah. He needs to go in fucking uh, Foxhound. Get that place trained up. Be an American fucking hero. Anyway, uh, Sega is now refocusing on existing IPs in response to falling profits. So basically, they've been coming out with, they've been trying to come out with like newer shit and supporting Mm. newer IPs and obscure projects and shit like that. And because of that, their profits drop 70%. (laughs) Their profits dropped to $23 million, and they said that the road to 2020 roadmap of games and earnings has fallen apart due to the market miscalculations. Too many games in development and a lack of sales performance and game delays. So in order to try to reel that shit back, they're going to be focusing on hardcore established IPs um, like Persona and the Shimigami Tensei series and anything that, you know, Atlas has that they're focusing on. Um, The Sonic series, because that's always going to fucking make money. Dude, that video, did you you watch that video that Lawrence from Funhouse? Yeah, yeah, no. There's three, there's three, like, how has Sonic been able to live? Yeah, because there's three (laughs) renditions and there's a Sonic for everyone. There and is. Then, There's a Sonic. If you like the edgy Sonic, if you like yeah. the old school Sonic, if you like the furry Sonic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, there's four, apparently. <laughs> there, There's the Abomination Sonic, which yes. all... I think this this is a good move. Yeah. I think they that need th- to this will help them out. Got. This will help them out. This, this will bring them back in. Uh, and then finally, the Yakuza series, which is probably the greatest mm-hmm. crime drama on any video yeah. game console. And they ever. talked about how there's a new one in the make, you mm-hmm. know, in the works and all that stuff. I'm so. super stoked, excited for that. Yeah. Like, I've been itching to go back to playing my Yakuza games, but I was just like, do I want to stream them or nah? Because I'm halfway through Yakuza 0, and mm-hmm. I've just been playing for the last 20 hours trying to get Kiryu to take over the entire uh, Kamurocho <laughs> district. Uh, well, that's the thing. I've never played one, so I need to. Like, what is I've wrong said, with you? I don't play video games. I'm a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm a gamer. I play Mario Three. <laughs> no, man. It's just I have watched my buddy. My buddy's big in like when we lived together. He played those. He mm-hmm. played all the Persona games and all that stuff. It just takes me. I have to be in the mood to get into those. No, I got but you. with with the Yakuza games, I've been more and more every week. I'm like, man, I really need to play these games. They look really fun. So I might. You said. What Yakuza Zero is the one that's really good to get into first, right? Yeah, Yakuza Zero. I mean, it's the origin story. It and because everything is being remade or remastered, now Mm -hmm. is a really good time to start getting into it before everything else starts piling up. So I still have like the older games, like the original PS2 versions of Yakuza One and Zero, and I still have the PS3 versions of Three, Four, and Five. Now Mm -hmm. is a really good time to start getting into it because it seems like Sega is dedicated to remaking those games and creating new ones. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. All of them are great. Go play all awesome. of them. Five is m- maybe the weakest one, but it's still a great game. It's the difference okay. between like a nine and an, a seven. Yeah. I feel like, this, like I said, though, this is a good move by Sega. Uh, they also have the, because that Sega Genesis Mini isn't out yet, right? No, I think it comes out later this year. 
or they have a pretty good year. roster on that game. I still don't know what the last ten games are. I don't know if they've made that announcement yet or what. But I mean, just the twenty games that they're releasing now, mm-hmm. it is probably, in my opinion, with the exception of the Super Nintendo Classic, it's probably mm-hmm. the best classic HD system. It's better than the release. PlayStation. all right so let's say there's four out Mm -hmm. right there let's let's rank them you got the the nes classic you got the super nes classic yep you have Um, the sega you have the sega which technically it's not out but we can go ahead and count that there's the commodore 64 okay mini and playstation there's the playstation classic um i want to say that there's one other one we could probably say that the Super Nintendo's at the top and the PlayStation's probably at the bottom, right? Yeah, I think that's pretty easy. And then uh, your other ones in the middle just depends on what you think. Um, I would put Commodore 64 at number four. Okay. I would put the NES Classic at number three. And if if everything goes well for Sega, the Sega Mega Drive Classic is number two. But if <laughs> the next... happy dude said Commodore 64 Mini. When the hell did that come out? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's a real thing. Go ahead and check that shit out. Uh, I was tempted to pick it up, but... I mean, now that I'm hopefully this this ant stream thing goes through, they'll yeah. have all the Commodore 64 shit that I want. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think like I this I said it a third time. This is a good move by Sega. Uh, as many people that are going to see the Sonic movie just for the shits and giggles, they're probably gonna make money off of this. Yeah. Uh, there's so. there's no doubt. This thing's gonna be like like Warcraft. This movie's gonna be huge in China. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> Because you can look at the track record. Anything that is shitty in America, movie-wise, does amazing over in China. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. All right. So we got, we're done with that. We're done with that one. I'm taking this next one because this next one's a big one. You're so, uh, more of the subject matter expert on this one. Yeah, another hey, another segment in what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> this goes deeper than that, dude. This goes way yeah. deeper than that. So this, this is you, huge. Yuya Watanabe, uh, he got disqualified from the Mythic Championship for, or Championship for cheating, alleged cheating. Mm-hmm. He had he was playing Tron, and if you look at the link uh, that we're gonna have uh, in you know all that stuff, they his Tron lands are clearly marked. Yep, they are marked. Yeah, uh, go ahead while I'm talking about. Throw I some already pictures threw in that there. in there, uh, but they're and it's just the lands. Ironically or coincidentally, it's just the lands. And uh, basically, he was. I think he said after round 12, he lost to. Uh, I, I can't say his name right, but it's. I think it's Thien Win. He was sure. playing Valakut. And he, 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 he lost, and he mentally he wanted to resleeve his deck. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I mean, I understand it. Sometimes you mentally, like, what I'll do is I'll pile. If I lose a really important round, I'll pile shuffle until my next round. Just to be like, man, I missed all my lands because they of shitty pile shuffle, and I didn't want that to happen. So he re-sleeved them, and then I think after it said, during a deck check in round 15, the judge staff came over and said, hey, we need to look at your deck. And after about 15 or 20 minutes, they brought Yuya over, over and they were like, hey, you're being disqualified because these are clearly marked. Yeah, there, he made a, an official statement, and 
you know, they, they had to pause game because the judge noticed that there was slight variations between some of his card markings and shit mm-hmm. like that, or co- the, the card sleeves on that. And he was like, look, the head judge heard me out but said, I understand where you're coming from, but the reality lies in the cards right in front of us. I'm not changing my judgment on this. And now he's waiting. He was told that he's waiting on Wizards of the Coast in, con- in, in contacting him concerning how he'll be treated in the future. This is a huge fucking deal. He is a Hall of Famer. He's a two-time player of the year back in 2009 yep. and 2000 somewhere else. Yeah, he is. A- Chris, let me tell you this. I am nowhere near the level of Yuya Watanabe. Mm-hmm. I'm nowhere big Todd Anderson or Seth Manfield, any of that. Redo. But I know when I'm going to an IQ or something even bigger, bigger than an F&M, mm-hmm. a regionals, a 2K or something, I'm going to buy my sleeves and re-sleeve it because I don't want this happening. Yeah. You are a two-time Player of the year and a Hall of Famer. You know better than this. You know better to be be better than well, this. Well, the thing the thing that comes into question is just like, does he know better? Because this could be the way that he has won. This is the yeah. this is the the subtle this way. This calls into effect all of his older matches that he's yeah. won. All the people that he fucking stole from, like that. That and he, is and insane. like in this one, he stolen he stole a spot from somebody. Yeah. Which so. I'm I'm hoping now that. You, they'll go to the next person up, or at least the next person they did. up in they his did. bracket. The person that was in ninth, he got moved up. Okay, cool. So, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's fucked. That is some fuck shit right there. Yeah. That is some hardcore fuck shit. And the thing is, he's playing damage control because he mm-hmm. got caught. Yeah. He's playing damage. Oh, he's, I didn't know. He's not sorry, because if he was no, sorry, he, you know, this shit would have never fucking happened in the first time. Yeah. How, you can't. Look, they even pull it up in one of the articles that we have on here. They pull up the entire deck. Yeah, and they show and the it's differences. Just the lands, and they yeah, and they just they show the differences between the rest of his fucking deck. It's whatever. It's ridiculous. And and we were talking about it in our uh, Facebook group. These sleeves, these Pro Tour sleeves. Let's be honest, they're mm-hmm. shitty sleeves. Yeah, they look. The like reason trash. you play them, yeah, the reason you use them is to show off the new cards. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's basically product placement. Yeah, is what it is. But. You're in the mythic championship. No, I'm not doing that. Like that is you know better than this. And the problem is, like you said, maybe he doesn't know better than this. Maybe he's been getting away with it all these years and he just finally got caught. Mm-hmm. So knowing how the thing is this isn't related to a gender thing or anything cuz anything that's related to gender or like groping people or something like that, those people are getting banned right away, as we can yeah. see with Owen Turtonwald and uh, what was it? Not not Ross Miriam, but there was another Todd. It was a Todd. Not Todd Anderson, Todd something. But they got in trouble for all that stuff. But we'll see. Like, if you ask me, this needs to be taken care of now. And it needs to be he, – he needs to be made an example of. Yeah, I, I think that that is, without a doubt, lifetime ban. I'd be super surprised if it was anything but. But – to me, lifetime ban. That's it. Yeah, this is done. He's, yeah, he's, this is he's done like, and over with. Yeah. You have a following. You have people that look up to you. You have people that want to plague like you. Mm-hmm. You let you not only you not only let yourself down, you let down your entire following. Yeah. So well, I think that's it for news, right? That's it. We're gonna go into podcast questions. And there's only one from you know what uh, I've seen. We got, oh, you we, got, got a, we got a couple. Let's okay. pull it up real quick. Uh so let's see. First question, question from our uh so, if this is from our buddy Scotty Mo Fosho, we are going to be seeing him at uh, Too Many Games. 
if the mar- he's also from Mega Visions too, so go check out Mega. He Visions. is the marketing manager for Mega Visions. Awesome. Uh, he actually said because I was I haven't been getting my physical copy of the magazines in, mm-hmm. so he's actually going to bring me some backlog copies so I can have them because I I do the eight dollar to talk to him about that because I haven't yeah. gotten my shit either. I haven't got mine either. I do the seven ninety nine on Patreon mm-hmm. too. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, uh, if the Mario Bros movie was announced in today's world, would it have received the same reaction as Sonic did? Follow up. Who would play Mario, Luigi, and King Koopa? If that movie came out nowadays, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. thing is, people, and I've had people say, like, that movie's good. Go back and watch it. That movie's not good. I, I think that the difference would be a lot worse than Sonic. Because the thing is, is that the mm-hmm. fan base in Sonic has just come to expect that there is a diamond in the rough every now and then and everything else mm-hmm. that comes out for Sonic. There's some level of fuckery in there yes so uh, the thing is i think that mario movie set the standard <laughs> like so i was watching donkey's video and he yeah. goes over like it set this it set the bar too low yeah <laughs> yeah like think about it we had that do you remember the double dragon movie yes i do that had scott wolf in it and I all do. that stuff that movie the and the terminator or the t2000 from terminator 2 was in it yep that movie's bad and the mortal they, Kombat movie and the street fighter movie and the problem is i like the mortal Kombat movie but i don't like it because they're good no because you i can like it because they're it shitty shit yes they're bad uh what else we got we i mean you got some of the newer ones i mean the assassin creed movie with michael fassbender wasn't that great it wasn't good uh, the hitman movie was eh with Tim, Ol- I call him Tim Olafantastic. I watch that man in anything. I love watching that man act. <laughs> <laughs> but so no, I don't think it, it would still have the same reaction. But so for the second part today, who would play Mario, Luigi, and King Koopa? I am, I'm saying right now, The Rock is somewhere in this movie. The I Rock, would... The Rock is imp- look at The Rock's track record. Mm-hmm. The Rock is beloved. He is a pretty cool dude. Like, he's not bad. He would be the Jim Carrey for the Super Mario movie. Think of his other movies. He was in Rampage. He was Mm -hmm. in San Andreas. He's in that one movie where he doesn't have a leg, and it's some tower movie. Yeah. He's in shitty movies. He's in the Baywatch movie, but people still love him. The Scorpion King. Yes. This he would be in this movie as well. I don't know what he would play. I think I don't think he would be Mario or Luigi. He would be King King Koopa. Koopa. We could jazz him up. Yeah. He would be King Koopa. Uh, who would play Mario and Luigi? Uh, and a- don't go by racials. <laughs> Shit. You got to go by <laughs> acting careers. I think Chris Pratt could play something in this too. Uh, if I were to put Chris Pratt on anything, I would put him as Mario. Just for okay. figure wise. A yeah. skinny, tall fucker for Luigi. I don't know. See, I say we go the opposite. I say we go Chris so- Pratt- be Luigi? No, no, no. I say Chris Pratt's fine as Mario, but we okay. got to get someone bigger and buffer to be Luigi. Okay. I say we get Dave Bautista. <laughs> <laughs> they have a track record. They have a track record. They're Guardians of the Galaxy. They, uh, he has a track record with The Rock. Dave Bautista is not a bad actor. Uh, Ryan Reynolds as fucking Luigi says, happy dude. Uh, okay. I could go with that one. Yeah. He'd just be like a sarcastic asshole Luigi. Or go with that. Ryan Reynolds as King Koopa, and we change the script. We change like the image, and then we have The Rock as yep. Luigi, <laughs> Kevin Hart as Mario. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kevin Hart. And the, yes, there, it, there is. it is. And then who is Peach? Who who do we get? Who's big right now? Oh. 
Uh, what's the chick from Game of Thrones? Uh, get Daenerys. She could be Peach. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, what's uh? I can't remember her name. I was gonna go more with like the chick who plays as Gamora. There you go. Just have yeah, yeah. Just have her. Just, just have her in anything. Galaxy. Just have her in anything. <laughs> there you go. It's perfect. Yeah. Oh, that, that was a Chris really good Pratt question. To be a fucking Yoshi or a Toad or some shit like that. <laughs> you could get you could get the Rock to be Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then Mario, who is Kevin Hart, could ride him. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. We got a million dollar idea right here, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> the segment what the fuck were you think what you're thinking never ends it just never ends no this this is what the fuck are we thinking like we're thinking this now <laughs> all right so let's go to the next one the next one's from our buddy connor it's kind of along the same lines uh if the sonic movie opens up the possibility for a cinematic universe what are the most likely castings for sonic's band of animal friends so in the next movie well, who are we gonna get we're gonna get tails knuckles shadow rogue amy Big anybody like that? Who are we gonna if get? If the they next were movie? intelligent, this it's hard to say <laughs> if this was intelligent because this would be a fucking retard, like absolutely terrible idea. Um, tails and knuckles in the next film. Yes, so we get tails. We get tails introduced early. Like, hey, this yep. is my buddy. This is my buddy tails. This is he's my buddy. Smart. He's he's the one that does all the computer stuff for me. Yep. You know, this is how we got to this dimension and all this other stuff. And then, like I was talking about earlier, Knuckles needs to be the bad guy in the beginning, kind of like how he is in Sonic Three when he takes all your chaos emeralds. Right. And then later down the road, Robotnik comes up with something like, "Oh shit." We're got to come together and beat this guy. Right. Let's see. We are just making million dollar now, ideas the, today, the Chris. Thing <laughs> is, the thing is, is that Happy Dude drops something, and I think it's a stroke of gold just in the wrong area. I think that he has the misplaced gold because I would have had Joe DiMaggio <laughs> as Eggman. Yeah, but he does more voice acting than he does. Which is we- fine. It's, it's fine. It's all fine. He's got the body build. That's true. It's he's got the body build. Um, if if I were to put him other anyone other than Eggman, I put him on Knuckles. I think that that would be fucking hilarious. Who was that again? Joe DiMaggio. Uh, oh yeah, Joe, yeah, Joe. I love Joe DiMaggio. Like just Bender in my move, my Sonic movie. <laughs> mm-hmm, pretty much. <laughs> Bite my shiny metal ass, Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so yeah, you, I don't you'd think, have those I don't two. Th- which would give yeah, you the I opportunity think... to do a side. You could take the Ken Penders route and do like a side, a spinoff side movie of the entire Knuckles Chaotix bullshit. Um, Dude, yeah, you could throw Amy in there too because you need some like in in movie number two. You need that kind of annoying love interest that loves Sonic. So mm-hmm. you could throw Amy in there. I don't think we would see like Blaze. I don't think we would see Big. We wouldn't see uh, the Chaotix crew right away. No, uh, they could be in the chaotic spinoff, but that's bad. And it. Shadow would have to be with his. That would be the third movie. Yeah, that would be where the crew like you're like, what's this? Like, there's a bad Sonic going around. Like, he's destroying stuff and all this. He's crazy. It's your he's Spider-Man three. It's your Spider-Man yes! three. There yes, it is. yes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, we get Toby. We get Topher Grace to voice him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. This is a. Ama- I love doing the questions like this. By the way. <laughs> I love having people live. In, in <laughs> it is amazing. Uh, <laughs> HBO Happy Dude said silver and write the script as a better version of Sonic 06. That's impossible. Mm. <laughs> there, there's whole things that you have to take out of that. Like you have to take the the fucking princess, get her the mm-hmm. fuck out of there. 
just just keep that's what amazes me too like sonic gets down with like real human people (laughs) it's so weird it's so they're progressive they're a progressive group they're the way ahead of what us in the eu are at uh another so we got another question from connor he says also in the celebration of bloodstain coming out in a little over a month which comes out on june 26th i believe uh, June 18th for PS4, I think June 26th for the Switch. I'll probably be getting it on the Switch. That's the one Somewhere I regret there. not backing, but yeah, I should have backed that one. Will you be Team Sword or Team Whip, or if you're a dirty ba- a backer like me, Team Sword Whip? I'm probably going to go with Whip. Because uh, my favorite Castlevania is Castlevania 1, and then that's all about the Whip. I'm probably going to be Team Sword because I am a fan of Symphony of the Night and I'm a fan of Dawn of Sorrow and Real of Sorrow. So that's probably where I'm staying. However, because I'm a shitty power gamer, I'm just going to look at whatever's stronger. What, however, yeah. I can exploit yeah. the game because I don't rely on skill. I rely on you know ease of exploitation. Yep. Dude, real talk about that game. That game looks so much better now. Here's the thing. I didn't think it looked all that bad to begin with. I didn't either. But now when I saw the side-by-side comparison, I was like, oh, shit, this looks so much better. Yeah. I'm super excited about that That commercial was so cheeky. Oh, and he throws the fucking, (laughs) what is a man? Oh, it's so good. He thinks he is Dracula. It's so great. He is Dracula. He is Dracula. It is. All right, the next one we got is a sh- little little quick one from another one from Scotty Mofo Show. Uh, if there is still time, favorite ice cream flavor since summer is here. You're gonna go first on this one, um, because I'm an old man. I am a fan of anything chocolate. Just okay. just fucking throw six different types of chocolate on there, and I'll fucking put that shit to my face. Uh, so my number one favorite ice creams are I'll do top three. Sure, I like uh, pralines and cream. Mm-hmm. I love that one because I'm old. I like pistachio. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love pistachio ice cream. Okay, Grandpa. And I also, the third slot's probably going to have to go to any, like, fruity ice cream. I like fruity stuff more than I like the chocolatey, savory stuff. Okay. I yeah. like salted caramel, but I like fruity stuff. I can get down with some sherbet, but it has to yeah. be a very specific type of sherbet. My what favorite. I super fuck, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, my favorite type of ice cream is the, I don't know if it's Ben and Jerry's, but there's this thing called it's it's like a Rocky Road or toasted marshmallow or some shit like that. Uh-huh. But it's like I hate Rocky Road because the nuts get in the way and there's not enough marshmallow. I think that <laughs> Ben and Jerry has this version where there's an entire is like, it like Chunky Funky Monkey or something like that? I don't know, but there's a fucking pool of nothing but marshmallow, toasted marshmallow, Ooh. and I just fucking eat the shit out of that, and that's why I'm fat <laughs> dude i will fuck up some so at the hotels i stay mm-hmm. at when i was traveling a lot more a lot of the hotels the marriott's would have americone dream downstairs it, yeah dude that was shit. really fucking good but it's also like 1200 calories for a fucking pint oh no the rocky <laughs> road bullshit i'm talking about is like almost 2000 calories it's Shh. it's so so bad if i'm you. going to indulge if i'm going to break my diet and indulge i'm going to go with gelato gelato's and, are good and my gelato, my there's a place in Memphis we used to go to. It was called, it was like a yogurt shop and gelato place. Mm-hmm. And it was right down the road from where I lived. And I'd go down there and I would get mascarpone and I would get pistachio gelato. But one day they had fucking Irish car bomb gelato. And it actually had alcohol in it. And it was fucking good. It was super That's good. That's cool. Man. It was I, really I good. I fuck with that. 
It was real good. But yeah, uh, if I'm just going like to Walmart to get some ice cream, it'll probably be like pralines and cream or I'm not. What a, the I'm fuck not, is a praline and cream? It's like va- like super savory vanilla ice cream with caramel and then pralines, which are like nuts. Ugh. But they're big. They look like big pecans, but they taste better. They're salty. I don't nuts. even like. I don't <laughs> even like pecans by themselves. No, but I don't know, man. That one's really good. I also like, just like some good old Neapolitan, like because that way everybody kind of gets what they want. Mm-hmm. And I'm usually growing up, no one ate the strawberry, so I would just be like, "Oh, this fucking strawberry for me." Yep. <laughs> so uh, we got one last one from H2O Happy Dude. Go check him out on uh, Twitch and on Twitter and all that stuff. If there is any 8-bit or 16-bit games that isn't Mario or Sonic you would love to have remastered for current consoles, what would it be and what system would you put it on? Uh, Fantasy Star 4 and I put that shit on the PS4. That's, okay. It's, it's one of my – that's just what's coming to my head right now and there's mm-hmm. probably plenty of other ones. Fantasy right. Star 4 is one of my favorite RPGs that's not Final Fantasy, um, that's not like – super mainstream and i don't think that fantasy star gets enough love especially now with the shitty reboot or you know their version of how they want to play fantasy star games now okay this one's really tough to me uh i don't have an 8-bit or a 16-bit that i would like to have like remastered or anything like that uh i'm trying to think of like games on super nintendo that aren't like the main like Mega Man, mario all that stuff uh you know what Technically, it's 8-bit. It's 16-bit. I want a new F-Zero game. <laughs> yeah. It'd be there nice to see a new F-Zero. That's, six, that's 16-bit because it came out on the Super Nintendo. So, yes, I want to see a new one. I would like to see it on the Switch. Yeah. It would be great because you could do, like, first-person gyros and all that shit. So I, w- I would want it more like F-Zero X. More yeah, G- than, or, or no, GX. No, no X. I would you like N64 one? I like the N64 one better because I felt that it was more frantic. No, don't oh, get me wrong. The music's great in it, too. The music is fantastic in both Dream Chaser is one of my favorite songs ever. Yeah, but I would definitely side more on to um, F-Zero X. All right. Sounds good. All right. That's it for the questions. Cool. Um, now, spoiler cast. If you do not want Katana Zero spoiled on you, yes, go away. Go away. We're going to give you... This is... If you don't want to be spoiled on the game, go away. And then after we... Give us about 20 minutes. 20, 30 minutes. Then come back if you're watching this live. Yeah. All right. Three, two, one. This game's fucking great! (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, this is pretty much the the audio version of the video that I'm going to do. Um, Yeah. It was marketed as like an action game, and I don't know much about all the other things that Digital Devolver does. Uh, I heard that the Hotline Miami games are great. This is, if I'm going to say it's anything, it's a it's a psychological thriller. Yes, let's start from the top. So sure. first of all, pixel art's a fantastic in this game. Yes, they, music's fantastic in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, colors are personally, I love the colors in this game. I cannot it's, see the colors. But that's you fine. can't I'll see go, the colors, so go black and white's great for you. Black and white, <laughs> the the grayscale, top tier. Yes, um, and the last thing I'll say to the price point, the yeah, fifteen bucks. The 15 bucks. the music I really want to touch on. It is fantastic, great, it's so good. Some of the best synth wave that I've listened to, and there's some certain synth wave artists that I've had the chance to listen to, dabble, uh, see them live. This is up there with yeah. that. It's there's a, a there's a hint there, of vapor wave. Oh in yeah, there. there's a really good movie. I'm gonna tangent real quick. There's a really mm-hmm. good movie if you never watched. It. It's called The Guest. 
Okay. And uh, it's got a lot of synthwave music in it. It's basically about a guy that served with this other guy that mm-hmm. got died in the war. And he came back to tell his family and take care of his family. And then come to find out, he actually hated their son and killed them. And he came to kill their family. It's dope. Go watch that movie. It's uh, there's That's a guy sick. It's uh, one of the guys. I don't. You probably haven't watched Downton Abbey. It's my wife watches that show. Sure. But he's one of the one of the beautiful looking guys in that. He plays in it. And like his acting, where he like switches from the happy, charismatic guy that's helping, and then he just goes into the room and just shuts down, and then he turns into the killer. It's so good. You should go watch that movie. Nice, nice. I'll, I'll go check that out. Yeah. Um. No. The the music is fantastic. Yep. You got the little monsters trying to get back in. Yep. He's gonna do it. He's gonna do he it. He wants to hear about. He wants to hear about Katana he Zero. Wants to Katana <laughs> Zero, man. Um, as far as the 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 storyline in the game, it it does this. I knew that there was going to be a lot of twists and turns with the way that they were presenting the story, um, yep. the way that they like, government the, espionage, government espionage, the way that the emphasize like the the psychiatrist emphasizes his military service, his injury. Yep. You know, hey, you you received the service medal. This is yours. This is for your your time in the mm-hmm. army or whatever. Thank and you he, for your service. Yeah, and then he sends him out on all these missions and when you're first playing the game you're like these these missions aren't really connected you think that you're just doing like some general uh yeah. anti-drug trafficking um yeah campaign go assassinate these like people. go yeah go take out these people and the the first instance in where you get like okay what what's what's going on is when you fu- when you go to assassinate josh rose and josh mm-hmm. rose is like the ceo billionaire guy and he is He's part of like this reconstruction for New Mecca. New Mecca is the the city where they're located, and he's part of this this reconstruction. However, in the background, it, apparently he's still supporting the the drug trafficking or the combat mm-hmm. drug trafficking in the background. You go to you go to kill him, and he's just like, "Oh, yeah, I know that you know you're coming. To, I'm not going to give you the satisfaction of killing me. I know why you're here." And he looks around and he sees it's you. And he's like, you are not who I thought you were going to be. Yeah. I, I didn't know that there was more of you. And you're, See ya. <laughs> you're, and he dips out. Yeah, Literally, he, he dips just jumps out. Off the, the, yeah, he just yeah. jumps off. And he's like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he, he leaves you wondering, like, why? Why are yeah. you doing this? And So what, a little backstory, since we're talking about that drug and stuff like mm-hmm. that. At the control-wise, you have an ability to slow down time. Yes. Because you play as a ninja samurai guy. Mm-hmm. And you have this ability, and it's not like you have this ability. It comes from what we're talking about right now, the drug. Yeah. So you are actually a drug user of this drug that you're actually trying to stop. Mm-hmm. So it's really weird. Well, so I understand, like, the – I guess you could say the reasoning behind it mm-hmm. because from the way that it looks, the government is trying to control and use the drug Again, yeah, they don't is, want anybody. They else don't want to anyone have it. else having it. And what you learn is that there are certain factions out there that want to make their own version of the drug mm-hmm. so that they can use it to propel their own um, desires, desires, and whatnot. Um, which is which is, was interesting to me because when you go to do the second mission with DJ Electro Head. Mm-hmm. Because um, they're like, don't talk to him. Don't talk to him. Don't talk to him at all. That one was a little bit interesting because that had nothing to do with the actual drug trafficking bullshit. Yeah. That was to make sure that 
the dragon didn't find out where his fucking stash was. Yeah. Because of as, course I talked to him in the first, yeah. like every, yeah, I wasn't yeah. not going to talk to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it was, it was super interesting to me. That's one of the, that's one of the things to be able to fight the secret boss. Is yeah. You have to talk. You to have him. to talk to him. But yeah. it, I felt that was like super interesting. It was like, this isn't about drug trafficking. This is about control over an asset that you have so that mm-hmm. you can take out all of your adversaries. It was, super fucking cool yeah because at one point like if you decline the drug one of your treatments he's like why do you not want to have the power of a god yeah yeah just like oh okay this is where we're going Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the you know going into the third one the falyun the political dissident and you find out and you get there he's already dead because another assassin went in there and just fuck shit up yeah that's really cool because you're going in and you're not really having any resistance when you first go in mm-hmm. and then you open that door and you just see the bodies you actually he's the character stops his music mm-hmm. and then the music's no longer in the scene yeah which is really awesome yeah that's what's cool too like you're you're so for anyone that's never played the game you're seeing everything through the screen of a security camera yeah so you're like so every time you finish a level successfully at the end of it, it basically finishes the recording and it lets you go back and watch because there's better ways to do every one of these levels. Yeah, there's like there's if you no to go speed one, runs and all that. There's no one right way of going through the the, the stage. Right. There's a right. lot of freedom that you have in completing each mission, so to say, yeah. um, which is a really cool aspect because then the game starts fucking with you. And it's it like, takes your sense of security and throws it out the fucking window. Yeah, because you're, you, what you're thinking is that you get used to doing the the security cam. And it's just like, all right, I'm going to go through here. And I did all these things. And that's how I got through. And then in the middle of the security cam, right before you're about to start fucking shit up, an explosion happens. And you're kidnapped. Yeah. And it's, and it's the, the glitches and, and, it's and the stuff. Glitches and you're jumping and around happening. in time and all that shit. And there's your character physically represents like what the fuck is going on. Like mm-hmm. at one point you switch from the psychi- psychiatric uh, office to like a dungeon. And yep. it's just like, what the fuck is going on? Like I wasn't here just a minute ago. And, and that's the withdrawal of the drug. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to get at. There is side effects to him not having the drug over certain periods of time. And what you later on learn is that if you if you come out of that drug, if you like try to come out of that drug cold turkey – you're going to get trapped in your mind. So yeah. there's a scene. You basically scene, become a vegetable. Yeah. There's a scene where um, the one of the main antagonists, V, goes mm-hmm. in and essentially kills your neighbors. Well, he didn't exactly kill them. He injected them with the drug and then just left them in their at, to their own devices. And then mm-hmm. while it seemed like they died, they're trapped inside their own brain. And mm-hmm. all the nightmares are just reoccurring, and it's a never-ending horror story for them. That's fucking terrifying. And it is, it's, <laughs> the synopsis is just fucking terrifying. I remember when I, because I, I messaged you right when in the ending was happening. I was like, Chris, mm-hmm. what the fuck is going on? Because <laughs> there's a part, there's a part in it where you're like, oh, this is about to wrap up, wrap up all nice, mm-hmm. like a happy little package bow, and then you're like. Wait, I got more missions? Yep. What's going on? You're like, oh no, this is gonna be like an Akira situation where no one no one wins in the end. No one has a happy ending. <laughs> no. And one of one of the most interesting parts of the way that they tell this story is that they have the introduction of the character of the little girl. And yes. if you have a sharp eye, you can tell right off the bat that there's something off about the little girl. 
Yeah, because um, there's not supposed to be any children in the third district mm-hmm. and all that. And th- that's when I was messaging you. I was like, what the fuck, Chris? What the fuck? Because they were like, oh, the her dad, quote unquote, mm-hmm. is dead. And he's like, well, where, your character's like, well, where's the little girl? There's supposed to be. She goes, there's no girl. There's no children here. And then you're like, no. And the little girl is with you after every single mission in between. Yeah. Every single And then also in the flashback, the little girl turns into Leviathan, which is mm-hmm. the doll. Yep. And you're just and he he always had Leviathan with him. Yep. And you're just so like, what the fuck? The the way that I'm understanding it is that the Leviathan probably or the little girl represents his innocence that he yes. lost or his humanity. And yep. then he's got the the men in masks. And mask. he had to sacrifice it. Exactly. And she's the only she's the only character that knows about the men in masks. Because yeah. the men in masks comes out of nowhere and like, you know, saying, Hey, you either have to take the path of life and kill yourself, and then everyone has a good time. Which yeah, if you well, do if that, you do the game that ends. The, yeah, it, the game's over. The game's over. But if you, and it saves it right before there for mm-hmm. you too. You're like, all right, let's go back, and you're going to do it the right way. <laughs> yeah, and then if you go the opposite direction, it's just like, okay, fine, we're doing this. Let's go. Yeah, that's what's great about this game is it looks like it has very like open ended, like oh, it's going to have multiple endings. It actually doesn't. No, it's, like it. It makes it's in that false security. Another thing, taking mm-hmm. your security and making it r- irrelevant. Is you like, oh, I have all these choices. No, you don't. It's all going to go to this one thing. Right. So the game is just fantastic. It's good. I'm hoping that they conclude it. I hope that this is not the end. So I found out at the end that door that says closed for now, that's DLC. Yeah, I I know about the DLC. What I'm hoping is that they have a conclusion to the story. I know that they're doing like a speed run mode. I'm hoping that the DLC will be the conclusion. Yeah. Because I unlocked all the swords. That's kind of cool, too. Because mm-hmm. that fire sword's real fun and also will fuck you up if you're not aware of oil barrels around you. Really? Yeah, so I okay. was, like, attacking these guys. I was like, boom, boom. And then, like, I guess the fire... Because the fire doesn't set anything on fire. Because it So when you swing, the fire goes... Foof, and then it wherever it's right here, it mm-hmm. will ignite things. So I was by an oil, oil barrel, and it, I guess it landed and blew me up. <laughs> nice. So, and then... You have the other sword. The other sword, which is aesthetic, it just turns the blood into different colors. Mm-hmm. You have the other one, which is a short dagger that you attack real fast, but your range isn't that f- far. And then you have the claymore, which the range is huge and it goes through armor, but it's slower. Isn't there a uh, like a version of the master sword where if you're, yeah, if you throw it, it throws the sword. Yeah, but it doesn't do it quick. Okay, like you get it's like a three second timer where. You know, it's not like you just keep like in Zelda where you're just like pee 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 and you're shooting swords nonstop. Mm-hmm. Okay. But no, it's it's a solid game. I'm I'm hoping it's that so I didn't good. spoil it too much, even though I just pretty much went into it. I mean, we did the spoiler cast. Yeah. So, I mean the, we, we had a couple of people in here and they left, so the the ending the ending is is trippy. I don't want to get great. too much into it because I want to save something for the video. Definitely the gonna ending, be replays. Yes. Absolutely. Definitely gonna be replays. Uh, that's uh, spoiler cast it. done. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Done. Y'all can come back now. Um, I'm gonna do some upcoming events for my channel if you don't mind. It's sure. kind of up, uh, updates for both of our shows. So we're doing a May giveaway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's gonna be four copies of Katana Zero. Yep. So uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna have that probably tomorrow evening, t- early Tuesday morning. I'll have that set up. I'll have the. I'll have the Gleam contest contest set up where you can. You can follow both of us on Twitter. You can follow uh, us on Twitch. We're going to have a bunch of different options for you to be able to get in there and get your votes in there, get your entries in there. 
And the other thing, specifically for my channel, uh, we're going to start tonight and tomorrow. We're going to finish Legend of Dragoon. We're going to get that done, get that off of our plate. I haven't streamed in the last week because we've been doing a lot of setup, getting the internet and all that stuff set up. And then we're going to start Mario RPG this week as well. So Cool. And then you're just you're basically working on your video still. <laughs> so what I'm probably thinking of doing is focusing. I want to get back more into video editing because I I have okay. a lot of fun doing that. I like yeah. writing, being creative. So my streams may take a back seat because I That's want to dedicate fine. that time where it's you know I would go on streams mm -hmm. and just dedicate that to playing games and then making my you know making my articles or essays right. and shit like that and take that time to actually make the video because right. that time I've already a lot of time away from my family and I don't want to start bleeding into my time with my family. That's, um, that's when things become a problem. Yeah. As far as streams are concerned, I'm definitely going to stream the game that I plan on writing about. So the streams aren't necessarily going to stop. You mm -hmm. just might see a change in the layout of right. the, the actual stream itself. Um, yes. all my fancy bullshit that's probably going to go away because when I record, I need to make sure that I'm getting the best quality and not a whole bunch of fucking bullshit on the sides because when I go to do my video, I want raw footage. Right. Uh, another thing is too, we're going to be very vague about it right now, but we have something very big happening this week. Yes. Uh, be on the lookout. It's something that is actually very, very large. We don't want to talk about it right now. But it's going to impact both of us, and it's going to impact everyone that follows us, especially in the Discord. Yep. So be aware of that. Hopefully, we're going to have that announcement, hopefully by midweek. If we get everything, we've got some people we're talking to. If we can get everything hashed out and get everything done, we will have a big announcement on probably Wednesday or Thursday. Yep. Fingers and crossed. Fingers crossed. So we're super happy about it. We're super excited about it, one. Mm -hmm. Like, it's going to be amazing. So... Uh, where can we find you, Chris? Vetted Games. Just anything Vetted Games. Games. Anything Vetted Games. You just plug in Vetted Games, you'll probably find me. Yep, you're on Twitter, you're on Twitch, you're on Instagram. YouTube, YouTube all that shit. You can find me, I'm Tornado Jones. You can find me at Tornado Jones on Twitch, Tornado Jones on Twitter, Tornado Jones on Instagram, and no one emails me, so don't email me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... That's all I got, brother. That's it. The game of the week is Katana Zero. <laughs> For a second, third week in a row. Is it? Uh, I don't know if you guys weeks? did one last week. So the, We scrapped the, last week's fucking The game, last so. one I was on, it was Katana Zero. So. Yep. Oh, well. Anyway, um, it's enough show. Have a good one. That's it. All right, everybody take it easy. Have a good week. We're muted. All right, stop recording. Stop recording.